0: 24th, Rittenhouse went up to the Kenosha area for his job as a lifeguard. Rittenhouse crossed state lines into a community that was not his.
1: My grandmother, my aunt, my uncle and cousins all live
2: in the city of Kenosha.
0: You know, you've got this young white kid defending the community um, that he's not even from.
2: What's your father's name? Michael
3: Rittenhouse. He lived in Kenosha. Good evening from New York. I'm Chris Hayes. Kyle Rittenhouse was just 17 years old. When he drove across state lines to Kenosha, Wisconsin. The teenager drove from his home in Illinois.
4: Approximately one mile to Wisconsin.
3: Across state lines. Driving across state borders. He's driving across state lines.
4: Across the state line.
3: Across state lines. Across state lines. Across state lines. Across state lines. If you look at the Rittenhouse case, he crossed state lines. Drives up to, to, to events.
4: Across state lines.
3: Came across state
4: lines. Kyle Rittenhouse, who traveled across state lines. From
3: out of state, out of his own state. He came across state
5: borders. Whenever you have a Situation where a 17 year old is crossing state lines. Uh, it, it, White teenager.
1: He crosses a state line, drives 30 minutes into Kenosha.
3: Remember, he came across a line. He
2: crossed state lines. Crossed state lines. Across state lines. He crossed state lines. Kyle Rittenhouse, who crossed state lines. Came across. Across state lines. Cross state lines. He went across the state lines. Cross state lines. Cross state lines. And cross state lines. A 17 year old kid. From out of state, he makes all cross state lines, cross state lines,
6: cross state lines, across state lines, cross state lines, went over state lines, drove across state lines. He drove across state, had his mother drive him across state lines from out of state.
4: Say the line, Bart.
2: The teenager traveled across state lines. Carl Rittenhouse traveled from his home in Illinois across the state line to Wisconsin. Drove to a different state, drives up to the state again drove across state lines, the
4: state that he does not live in, he traveled there from out of state, he crossed state lines, meaning he traveled across state lines. The 17 year old who crossed state lines, now again, he drove from Illinois to Wisconsin. The 17 year old from out of state who shows up to Kenosha, Wisconsin, he drove from Illinois to Kenosha, Wisconsin. Kyle Rittenhouse, who again traveled across state lines in a state that he doesn't even live in, he crossed state lines. He drove across state lines.
2: We know that Kyle Rittenhouse traveled across state lines uh, to go to Kenosha and he murdered two protesters. Willing to drive across state lines to commit murder. And did anyone help him cross state lines? His mama drove him across state lines.
4: Rittenhouse's mother did not drive him to Kenosha.
2: Rittenhouse's mother
4: drove her son across state lines. And look at Rittenhauser, who was driven by his
6: mother across state lines. Frankly, she should have been detained for child endangerment.
7: My mama would never drive either one of us across state lines to go to a freaking riot. this 17-year-old conveyed across
3: state lines by mom. Rittenhouse in Kenosha, uh, allowing his mom to take him across state
2: lines, across state lines.
6: Across state lines. You know, look, you know, we have a system of laws in the country. There are times where you can defend yourself. It's gonna vary from state uh, to state when you can use force to defend your property, but you don't have a right in every state um, anywhere in the
1: country to merely start, you know, cross state lines. It should it should be you banned from Pfizer. one
4: platform
0: and not others uh, if you, for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Welcome to Radical Cram School. We're going to learn about social justice, revolution, and how to be powerful in the bodies that you have. Hello, my young comrades. Hi. Hi. I'm going to show a picture. This is my way of figuring out if you've been tainted by the patriarchy. Patriarchy? What? Oh, Oh, I knew that. Who do you think it is? This looks creepy. It looks creepy. Why? There's just like this thing about white people that just makes me feel like, like like, (laughs) they're like right there in a pool and I'm just like walking into the pool and they just give me the desk there and then I'm just like. So if this guy was in the pool, (laughs) you would moonwalk out. Does he look like a good guy or a bad guy?
6: Bad guy. guy.
0: Who who do we think this is? Make a guess.
5: Oh, Dumbledore!
0: Dumbledore. Who is he married to?
5: <laughs>
0: Who's your guess? Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Donald Trump! <laughs> oh, uh, it's
0: Donald Duck. What do we know about him? <laughs> <laughs> him? What do we know about him? He's <laughs> bad.
4: Unfortunately, the president. Uh, I want to fire him. How
0: do we feel about this wall? It is b- blocking opportunity for people that don't live
2: in America to come here for a better opportunity.
0: And, and uh, we all came at some point from some other place. My dad came here and my mom came here too. They came here from where? Cambodia. Oh, wow. What do you think they think that they came from all the way to Cambodia and this is what they get to look at on the TV screen all the time? <laughs> Hello, Kitty. Hello Kitty! It is Hello Kitty. What is she missing? Where's, where's her mouth? Her mouth. Why doesn't she have a mouth? The people who created her didn't want Asian girls um, to speak up about who they are. Yeah, to speak up about who they are. Very profound, very profound. So if Hello Kitty had a mouth, what would she say? If she had a mouth? She's She's been keeping, bolted up in her all these years. Let me hear it. Alyssa, what are you gonna say? I love you. Oh! (laughs) Radical Cram School!
3: right, uh, there we go. Welcome, comrades. Hope you're doing well. Good you. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's December 1st. Uh, Pleasure to be back with you. Hope you enjoyed those uh, couple of videos there. (laughs) Have you guys uh, (laughs) crossed the state lines yet? Uh, It's it's remarkable when uh, the people who don't believe in international borders, or, or I should say national borders between different nations. Uh, goes on about, uh, all of a sudden, it's a, it should be illegal to cross state lines. Well, you know, if we get uh, some of the Chinese spies, the Lisa, uh, Li, uh, what's her name, Liana Wen, right? Uh, the CCP spy, then uh, if if she gets her way, uh, soon enough you won't be able to leave your house, of course. But it's a state thing, forget about it, international travel, forget about it, it's it's all over, right? Uh, we just need to hand it over to these uh, loving Loving communists uh, from uh, from Asia, they'll make it uh, They'll make it m- much better, I, gu- I guarantee it. Okay, so uh, jam-packed show here today, lots to talk about. We're uh, only slightly late and gay today, but I appreciate your patience. If you're joining us live, uh, we do go out to Telegram as well. So uh, shout out to those of you watching on Telegram uh, or the other places. Uh, VK, Rumble, Odyssey, of course, uh, Float, our websites, TV and redicemembers.com, and of course, twitter.com for now as well. We'll talk about the new uh, CEO here in a bit as well. Uh, But yes, um, lots to go into. So I thought we could, uh, I guess we can do some formalities real quick first. Uh, It was no uh, Weekend Warrior this weekend in case you uh, missed the message at the end of the Friday show. But check out the uh, archives, of course, jam-packed as usual up on com. We have... uh, what was the last one we did last week? Um, 207. Uh, so check that out, that one out this coming weekend. We should be uh, back on the Weekend Warrior Train uh, as usual. Uh, if you want to join in today, entropystream.live slash red TV. That's a really good uh, option. We read those Super Chats on the air and, of course, helps to uh, support the show as well. Uh, Cointree is up and running. I saw, I saw a dono a little late there last week. I think it was Friday uh, it was just a link to Dash Direct. It's a person donating Dash, but I do appreciate your your donations over there. Uh, be patient, buy time, and live on cryptocurrency. And then they uh, put a link to dashdirect.org. Uh, check that out. All right, cool. Thank you. Appreciate that. Odyssey is open as well. Uh, USD and some crypto over there. So uh, I think that's it in terms of the formalities. Um, I guess we should... Well, I see we see a super chat from uh, Den Mother over on Entry Stream. So let's, let's take that one real quick here. Uh, Epic music. Enter for the wind. Light those candles and hail the gods. We, uh, we the north. That's right. Thank you. Uh, Indeed, hail the gods. And uh, yes, we we have a little bit of a kind of a Christmas theme here today, I guess. And we'll uh, we'll do that, I guess, throughout December. Uh, We're uh, unfortunately we're not in our you know, big studio space yet. We we hope we'll get there soon. Uh so we gotta do some green screen magic and stuff, you know. <clears throat> Wish we were in the big space. We had our desks and we could set up the tree and stuff. So always a, it's always a special time. I do, I do enjoy uh Yule, as we say in Sweden or Christmas, as you guys say in the Anglosphere. I do enjoy that very much. But uh okay. So Let's do this, then. Let's. Be, I guess we should begin with the Santa Inc. Did you guys uh, see anything from this yet? Santa Inc. <clears throat> it's a. Um, I guess it's HBO. They have a, a subscription service that they're promoting. Is my uh, is my is my NDI going to be late and gay here too? Is that what's going on? We'll see. We will play it if it's if it's any problems. We'll uh, we'll find another way of playing this here. But uh, yeah, Santa Inc. Official red band trailer. I'm not sure what red band is. Maybe someone in chat knows. I guess it's is it some HBO thing or, or something, right? Uh, but yeah, so uh, out with the out with the old, in with the elf. It's time for the Northern Poles Boys Club to get a little bit more inclusive. <clears throat> you know, you, you know that'll be good. Uh, this is starring Sarah Silverman, Seth Rogen. Uh, Santa Inc. premieres December 2nd on HBO Max. So that's uh, so that's tomorrow for you. Comments are turned off. Uh, pretty good ratio on this too. So why don't we just uh, play this. Hopefully you uh, you enjoy.
5: When you're a kid, there's only one day a year more special than any other day. And that day is Christmas. And we are the magic behind that day. So let's get these fucking kids some fucking presents. Come
2: May I present the hardest working man in Snowbiz? Good golly, he's jolly! Our own Santa Claus!
3: Hey, hey, Merry Christmas. Whoa, you're on my naughty list.
5: Good news, sir. More American kids believe in you than they do in vaccines or the Holocaust.
3: That's great. I mean, disheartening for America, but great for us.
2: Yeah, sure.
3: I'm here from the North Pole Times. Have you decided who will succeed you as Santa Claus? Subtext, Santa's old and knocking on death's door? Fuck you. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, good, good question. I'll give it some serious thought. ha, ho, ho, ho. Bye.
7: There have been many Santa Clauses throughout history. Some were loved, others loathed. But the position of Santa has mostly been a white man's game.
3: Yeah, big problem.
5: Exactly. It's fucking crazy. Things have got to change. Has to change, folks. Are...
3: No more white guys for if Santa. Die, Bring out the porn. Jewish kids.
5: I want to be the next Santa. If
4: this is your dream, you have to at least make your
5: case, bitch. You got to get it with that jolly bitch, bitch. I know you're right, but do you really have to call me bitch every time you say something? Yes, bitch. Because it's empowering to call you bitch, bitch.
3: Is that the, uh, the funny part right there? No.
5: Santa and the board are all
6: male and all white. They play golf, <clears> drink, <throat> smoke cigars, <laughs> say things like, don't ever marry your mistress.
5: Just so you know, the women of the North Pole make fun of one of your dicks. Have fun wondering whose it is.
3: Oh, What I is.
5: need to learn is how to...
3: That's a big surprise, something with uh, with the dicks.
5: Shed, do shots, shoot shots of shit.
3: Couldn't have guessed that one. She has ideas, but can she really be the face of Christmas? I'll
5: be named successor, die trying.
6: Merry Christmas! And to all, a kick ass night!
3: All right, there you go. Choose your plan, starting at nine uh, nine ninety nine. Uh, you guys interested? Someone said red band means like R rated. I-, I didn't know that. These dumb terms. Why don't they say just R rated then? Red band trailers. It. Uh, uh, well, I mean, what's the big deal though? Really? I mean, they're they're showing uh, <clears throat> what uh, pedo pedo sex between uh, adults and what the hell was that book again called? Um, You should think of the title for that one, but remember, we covered it at the time, it was a book where, uh, uh, yeah, it was like, uh, wasn't it like Lawn Boy or Lawn Mower Boy or something like that, I think it was, right? And it was like an adult uh, giving blowjobs to kids and vice versa, by the way, which they just, I heard they reintroduced. Uh, in the Virginia Fairfax County, because after much consideration, this was a, an, a a highly regarded book and an award-winning book, in fact. So they, they ended up bringing it back. That's how much, uh, uh, what's his name again? I forgot his name. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. What, what was the governor's name? <laughs> the guy won in California. Holy crap. All I remember from was that he was like a World Economic Forum partner when he worked for Carlisle. What, what was his name again? Anyway, th- that, that's how much he's, he's, he's changed things already down there. But anyway, all right. Um, so so good stuff here, of course, as usual, uh, from the creators of Sausage Party. Uh, so that means, of course, you know, Seth Rogen. Um, what was the two other ones? Again, it was uh, Cohen and then it was, uh, e- was it Ethan. What is the other guy? The guy who was fat. Let me just search that real quick. The guy who was fat and then he, um, I have a definitely have a <clears throat> brain fog today. Uh, let me check Sausage Party real quick here. <clears throat> uh, here we go. Produced by yeah, Seth Rogen. I, I guess it's the people in it, right? Who's here? Uh, written by. That's the that's the takeaway here. Written by uh, Evan Goldberg, Seth Rogen, and Jonah Hill. That's right. Or story by. Then it was written by them. But there there goes so the same producers. There. I'm not sure if you can find any commonality there between uh, <clears throat> the names, but uh, you know. I'll leave that up to to figure that out. It's a very complicated uh, thing. There, here's Seth Rogen says, "I finally get to live every Jewish boy's dream of being fucking Santa Claus." Santa Inc is coming soon. It's, a, I, I, it's the same uh, gay trailer, basically. Uh, so there you go. That, that's big, uh, big surprise. What they now tell us what you really feel. Uh, Seth, now I try to find this on his Twitter timeline, so maybe he posted it but then deleted it, or maybe it's fake, but, you know, they don't have to say the quiet part out loud. We, we know what they're what they're up to. Uh, but this alleged screenshot here from Seth Rogen says, the response to the Santa Inc. trailer shows exactly why we need diversity. Too many angry white men can't accept that their time is up. <clears throat> it's. I bet you it was real, and then he deleted it, or something like that, to that effect. But he said uh, <clears throat> he said that uh, multiple times, right? So this, you know, this thing about the uh, replacement conspiracy, right? That's uh, that's still something they like to push uh, to try to gaslight you into thinking that well, it's not really happening. Uh, but then when you talk who talk about who's behind it, you see, or even even bringing it up, in fact, is anti-Semitic for some reason. Uh, but uh, you know, the, we're, they're totally not trying to replace you. Uh, don't worry about that whatsoever. Here's a little reminder of some of the other things he's uh, he's done too. back from uh, 2016 I think maybe it was yeah, it was released in uh, des- late mid-December I think uh, 2016 the night before do you guys remember this uh, Seth Rogen check this out? Here. That's that's a, I, think that's a
5: I, I can't do that here
4: It's the same God. Mm-mm. I did it.
8: Do no. Sit. Sit. Doing? Mm.
5: This is so cool. Shh, whisper. Are we supposed to uh, participate? No. Hallelujah! No. Not that kind of church. No. Just, uh,
3: you're
5: my rock, right? Can you be my rock? acting like a weird pebble. Subtle
3: sweater. Okay, be a rock.
4: Fuck. What's this fucking kid over here? What's this kid doing? (sighs) Look over there. Look away, dude. Look
3: away. Can't stand to be found out, eh?
4: Oh Jesus.
5: Stop it. Oh Jesus Christ. Wait. Is that what they think we did to him? Yeah. Can you tell them Jewish?
4: Yes. Your fucking sweater. <gasps> I'm sorry. Isaac, stop talking. Mm. Isaac. Mm. Isaac, what are you doing? Mm.
5: Don't throw love. Mm. I mean, You dare throw up in here. Swallow it like a girl would. Swallow it. Do you do it? Let me see your mouth. Uh, don't throw Where's the Marfac?
4: stop <laughs> oh, oh. He just threw me yeah.
5: out. Oh Jesus, fuck me.
4: Oh. Is it smelly, oh, it's still
0: happening? a little
4: yeah, but Just <clears throat> We did not kill Jesus!
6: We
3: did not do that. All right, <clears throat> there you go. Uh, remember the Sarah, Sarah Silverman clip? I was. Uh, we, can, we, we can't play up. We can't play all these clips. it will be too long, too much. We have other things to talk about here today too. But uh, uh, what was it she said again? I'm not, I'm not a Jesus fanboy per se, right? But but I know what it means. I know what it means. I know why they're doing this, right? <clears throat> uh, it's 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 a, because it, it's the association with the with the western world white people right it's the white people religion for the most part it isn't but you know solely of course there's other parts in the world that are christianized and so forth uh, as well but this is how what it seemed like right and there was it was what their messiah they rejected it and you know he taught them to turn the other cheek and all that kind of stuff right so anyway so Jesus is very bad to these people who so have to continually, you know, put that put that put that down and the association and and shit on it every turn, right? Uh, Sarah Silverman said some, something to the fact, "Yeah, yeah, we did kill Jesus. Uh, I do it. Ag- In fact, I would do it again. Remember that clip? We played it a few times, right? Um, so that's uh, so that's that. That's uh, that's the so-called comedy of these of these people. This is what happens when they, uh, you know, try to uh, you know, when they when they take over Christmas when they when they get their opportunity to. Uh, shit on something. It turns out that way, right? Um, this was a, just a little throwback here too, regarding the, you know, we'll, we'll basically we'll, we, we're going to replace you guys, right? You guys remember this a few days ago, 24th of November, Casey Neistat said, so our car got robbed this morning because LA is a crime ridden third world shithole of a city. But tremendous appreciation and gratitude to the hardworking officers at the LAPD West L.A., who not only arrested the motherfucker, but they also got all of our stolen goods back. That's Is that a first? So Seth replies, dude, I've lived here for over 20 years. You're nuts. Haha, <laughs> it's lovely here. Don't leave anything valuable in it. It's called living in a big city. That's right. It's totally normal. I can still be mad, though, right? Feel so violated. <clears throat> never, never ask if you can be whatever uh, by Seth Rogen. You can be mad. Oh, thank you, Seth. But I guess I don't personally view my car as an extension of myself, and I've never really felt violated. Any of the fifteen or so times my car was broken into, once a guy accidentally left a cool knife in my car. So it keeps happening. You, if it keeps happening, you might get a little treat. There you go. It's that. Remember that meme a while ago? It was like the um, the new liberal insane position is if it's if. Uh, if the person who stole whatever they stole from you, let's say your bike or your car or whatever, if they are more happy about receiving that thing than you are losing it, then it's a it's a net net positive when it comes to the overall happiness of the world. So you should just, in fact, give up on all the uh, all all your property, basically, right? We, we know these people want to do away with the private property, of course. That's that's part of the game here, right? Um, but you should just accept that it's it's just totally fine, right? But it's it's very funny that speaking to the third world shithole type thing, right? Uh, because uh, that's uh, that's what's happening here. Let me take a couple of these more on entropy here. Aaron Jim says says <coughs> Sarah Jew-face, face Silverman. That's right. There was a she. We played that a few weeks ago. Uh, she was complaining that there was non-Jewish uh, characters playing Jewish characters or something. Sorry, or I'm sorry, non-Jewish actors playing Jewish characters. Right. That was a big problem. Uh, and she referred to that as Jewface, as in blackface. But she is actually the one doing blackface. But you know, I digress. Uh, the comment section is gold. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there. you to wait to yourself to read <laughs> through them. Hail Red Ice, thank you. Yeah, I haven't didn't have time to do all that, but I'm sure it's great. Uh, wait, wait, no, but, but, but they did turn those off, though, right? They did. Not for that one. Where am I here? I think they turned that off. Oh, I closed it out. Okay, damn it. I think they turned those off. I could be wrong, but uh, I, otherwise, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Uh, Black Phillips says, hey, I always do this with stocks, but a white pill is always welcome. AT&T is the patent company of HBO, Warner and CNN. Their stock is down 25% on the year. Go woke, go broke. Yeah, CNN, I heard CNN is going to be sold or something. I heard, I'm not sure uh, about that, but um, we have a little bit on Chris Cuomo here coming up <laughs> a little bit later too, right? Uh, but, you know, speaking of California, I right, Seth Rogan and these uh, other Jews, they're in LA, of course. Uh, while they're you know trying to screw up uh, uh, Christmas for white people and replace them, uh, these are some of the other things that's happening uh, in the state. Uh, going to San Francisco now in California, uh, while they're replacing us because it's so great, right? So one of these Afghan refugees that uh, was actually relocated by the federal government, um, he was an, a former translator in the uh, for the Afghan you know campaign basically during that. Uh, ended up being shot dead in San Francisco as he was wielding a knife and screaming um, ala Alas snack bar. Did you guys see this yet? There's a little clip to go along with this too. Here's some of the, I guess some of the, um, no, that didn't work. I want to pull up a uh, photo of the guy. Can I get that? <clears throat> I think it might be in the video. That's weird. It just points to the same image over and over. Okay. Anyway, here's the uh, little clip of that. Check out uh, what happened here. Uh, you know, these are very, you know, big news stories these days, you know, Someone, you know, drives over, you know, five, uh, sorry, about 40 white people and six so far has died. And, you know, an Arab that was brought in by this refugee program, resettlement program, just ends up, uh, you know, lunging at people, screaming at a la snack bar and being shot dead by the cops. You know, this is kind of, it's just part and parcel, these days, of living, uh, living in a multicultural uh, country. Here's a clip.
1: Well, Heather, videos show that this man was armed with a knife and a former attorney says he was mentally ill and he had served overseas as a military interpreter.
3: That's right. He was just mentally ill. That's why he worked as a uh, interpreter for the military. Surveillance video shows 41-year-old
1: Ajmal Amani charging toward two San Francisco police.
3: A knife attack, folks. There was a knife attack.
1: Officers inside a residential hotel in the south of Market. Police say he was armed with a knife. (laughs) Commander Paul Yep says Officer John Quinlan fired four rounds from a service weapon. Officer Danny DeLeon Garcia fired his less than lethal beanbag weapon. As Mr. Amani closed the distance, Officer 1 and Officer 2 fired their respective weapons, striking Mr. Amani. Mr. Amani fell to the ground with a knife nearby him. Amani died at the hospital. Police say there they recovered a him knife him with a six-inch blade. The shooting happened Friday morning at the CW Hotel at 5th and Folsom. Minutes earlier, police say Armani had the knife while threatening two hotel employees. They said he was also yelling and screaming. Chief Bill Scott says he's reserving judgment on the shooting until investigations are completed.
7: I can express on behalf of all of us in our department our condolences to Mr. Armani's family, friends, and loved ones for the loss they've suffered.
1: Amani was a former Afghan interpreter for the US military. He survived being shot several times but suffered from PTSD.
2: He worked for years embedded with United States Special Forces and suffered Uh, unbelievable trauma and
1: violence. San Francisco Deputy Public Defender Scott Grant represented Amani in 2019 when he was accused of stabbing a park ranger that case was dismissed <laughs> through a mental health diversion program.
3: And, the, and yet it was out.
2: Death. Incredible. Failure of our systems of government here to support somebody who risked his life <laughs> to support this country.
1: Now, the shooting is still under investigation by SFPD, as well as district attorney Chesa Boudin whose office will determine whether the officer's actions were legally justified. Heather.
3: <laughs> All right, there you go. Good stuff. Here's a, a pic of the guy right there. Uh, yeah, incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. Uh, it was, it was, a, it was a mental health issues. Uh, it, it's not a big problem though, really, because um, we failed. It's, it's us as a government uh, that that kind of failed, right? So this is uh, this is what's happening uh, under the replacement uh, campaign. I'm looking for some of my classic little screenshots on this too, right? Uh, do you guys remember uh, remember some of these, right? Uh, white power and the fear of replacement. Remember this replacement theory—a racist, sexist doctrine spreads in far-right circles. The white extinction conspiracy theory is bonkers. Uh, and then, of course, it says there. More importantly, uh, immigration, intermarriage, and falling birth rates are the le- are leading towards a time when countries like the United States will no longer be majority white, right? White Brit- Britons will be minority before 2070, says Professor. And of course, here's the UN's good old, uh, you know, pop, uh, replacement migration. They uh, released a report. This is back in, what is this, early 2000, something like that. Is it a solution to declining and aging populations, right? Uh, and of course, how can we ever forget the new Europeans uh, as well? So, you know, uh, of course, while uh, uh, these organizations like Hyas and others are replacing us, of course, they get a blame. You know, if you talk about it, it's anti-Semitic and so forth. But uh, Sarah Silverman has uh, some own, you know, take, uh, to, uh, some some hot takes here, basically, uh, on what kind of position she's in. Um, I would say partially, uh, you know, primarily because of what she does and and how she acts. But of course, she blames uh, group belonging as the as the primary reason for this. Check out this clip here. Does it matter to you that you're popular in America?
5: I'm a pop, I'm popular for a Jew.
3: See, that's why people like you. Your ability to be this very sweet one moment and then just utterly shocking the next.
5: Well, but it's a hundred percent true. I mean, if there's one thing we should realize, it's in general, the world hates Jews. (laughs) You know? Welcome back to the world's most popular game
6: show. Why does everyone hate the Jews? Okay, folks. You know how this goes. Let's put two minutes on the clock. Top 15 answers on the
5: board. Why does everyone hate the Jews? Well, but it's a hundred percent true. I mean, if there's one thing we should realize, it's in general the world hates Jews. <laughs> you know. But uh, you know, it's nice to be an underdog. Right, I guess. Is that true, though? Uh, is it not? I don't.
9: I'm not sure. I mean,
5: I think when stuff like um, Mel Gibson, when he said, you know, like Jewish stuff or anything like that, but
2: there's outrage when I he says things like
5: that. There is outrage, but I think secretly, um, there's nobody that likes blatant anti-Semitism, Semitism more than Jews, mm. because it's something you can point to. It's not just a gas in the air anymore, you know. But I'm not, you know, hmm. I'm I'm a Jew in that it pours out of my poor it oozes out of my pores uncontrollably and personally I have no religion but I'm Jewy it's beyond my control what's y Jew-ish you know I'm Jew <laughs> well, I'm
2: Pierce culturally Morgan beyond that, my
5: control uh I mean God I I probably have I get after I wash my face I have full-on payus <laughs> and my old boyfriend said we used to say yeah pay-us why do you think they call it payas? <laughs> terrible.
3: (laughs) Hey, hey, yay, All right, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, Some uh, hot takes there from uh, Sarah Silverman, who's a producer there. Uh, I'm sorry, a writer, I think it is, or maybe just starring in, oh, well, uh, I I digress. But here's another uh, wonderful thing that happens when you're being replaced, and you actually want to find out why your country is turning to shit and become, in the uh, uh, words of Casey Neistat, a third-world shithole. Uh, Here's a Swedish scientist that is uh, now consequently prosecuted for simply finding, scientifically finding, that most rapes are committed by immigrants, right? This is what happened to Professor Kristina Sankvist from Sweden's Lund University, who alongside two other colleagues conducted detailed research into the profiling of those who commit sexual violence in Sweden. The research was not aimed at racially profiling the offenders, as the scientists themselves put it, but they nevertheless have discovered some facts about the ethnic profile of rapists by accident. Yeah, because no one could could ever know about this or figure this one out, right? Sundqvist, who is the most cited professor at her university regarding social research, is now being investigated for publishing an unauthorized researcher report and may face prosecution for coming to the conclusion that the vast majority of rapes are committed by immigrants to the country. But what does the research show? The public results show that immigrants are not only disproportionately overrepresented in rape cases, but despite being a minority in Sweden, they commit the vast majority of sexual violence. This is despite the fact that the study only analyzed cases between the period of 2000 and 2015, that is before the enormous 2015 influx of migrants from the Middle East and Africa. Anyway, it goes on from there, right? Uh, pretty, uh, pretty interesting. But uh, who, who, who could have ever guessed? Whoever uh, could have known that this was going to happen? Uh, you know, wh- whoever, whoever was warning about these kinds of things early on when they saw that this was the it was the trend. So the problem, of course, is is the scientists now that's finding this. Let's let's go after them, not the. The sexual, you know, uh, criminals or the rapists, the gang violence and the gang rapes and so forth. Let's just target the scientists that come up with the actual numbers so that we have, you know, this backed up. Now, there was even, um, it's gangrapesweden.se or .com. I think that site is down now. Same thing happened there where you cannot... You cannot, you know, legally you can. And they did this for a reason. They changed the laws in Sweden. You can't uh, talk about race. You can't, you know, have that as a category on government census and so forth, right? So people simply went through uh, the uh, the police records and and you know that w- whatever is public records of these reports and so forth, and criminal charges and stuff. And of course, they looked at the name, and and they saw that these are not Swedish names. These are uh, immigrant names, right? Something else interesting happened too, and I, uh, quickly. Okay, let me see if I can click in on that link again. I saw it just before I came on here. It's from the uh, uh, Swedish uh, Riksdag, or the parliament in Sweden. And they're apparently they're doing away with the law that, that pertains to the punishment for genocide and crimes against humanity and war crimes uh, on January 1st, 2022. Uh, which is kind of interesting. Now, I don't know what it means. I haven't gone through this whole... Uh, law change uh, proposal I think is ready to, to be passed and all that kind of stuff, right? But one begs, you know, why, okay, is it vaccine-related? Uh, is, uh, uh, is it related to this the, the demographic replacement thing, right? Because we've talked about that many times, right? That if you actually begin to cite your case when it comes to replacement and so forth, you can actually actively show that there's if there's interest and groups behind this, there's money behind this, there's political drive and motive and individuals pushing this, etc. cetera, uh, you can argue according to the uh, convention, the UN Convention uh, Against Genocide, uh, that what is happening in Western countries, in fact, is genocide. So now they're doing away with that law in Sweden. I'll go through more of this later and see what this pertains to, see what the backstory of this is. I didn't see it. This Again, this is the Google kind of translated version, so this will be a little jumbled, the language in this here. But anyway, the point is uh, they're doing away with punishment for genocide, crimes against humanity, and war crimes on the 1st of January, 2022. Pretty interesting if you ask me big uh, big if true as i say right um another thing that happened here too that we didn't cover yet november 27th was the uh, 88th anniversary of the holodomor genocide in uh, the area that now is uh, the ukraine actually uh, on saturday november 27 2021 ukrainians around the world will join ukraine and the international community in honoring the victims Of the Holodomor of 1932-33, to the genocide of the Ukrainian people that, while being a terrible page in history, did not break the Ukrainian nation in its quest for dignity and freedom. Of course, we've covered the Holodomor many, many times, but uh, never forget, as they say, never, ever forget. Um, Virginian drifters say, Happy Wednesday, Henrik and Red Eyes gang. Hope all is well and everyone's getting prepared for the dark winter. It is indeed uh, going to be a dark winter. Thank you, Virginia, Virginia Drifter. I appreciate that. Uh, very kind of you. All right, so let me see here. Um, well, this is actually related to this, too. This is interesting, right? We're talking about Bolsheviks. We're talking about specific ethnic groups and things like this. Uh, Wikipedia may delete the entry on mass killings under communism due to claims of bias. <laughs> you can't. You cannot make this shit up, it's, it's, it's incredible. Debate over the ideology of communism is described by one historian as appalling and paving the way for more tyranny in the future. A Wikipedia entry detailing mass killings under communist regimes, faces being purged from the platform over fears about bias. The page outlining the deaths of millions in one-party states, including the Soviet Union and China, has been flagged for deletion with some users responsible for maintaining the site taking issue with blaming mass murder on communist ideology so what was that again where wikipedia stands on, on the uh, on the ideological spectrum the dedicated entry listing uh, the entry list, listing the actions of figures like stalin mao zedong pol pot king kim jong il has been accused of putting forward a a, a biased anti-communist point of view the site administrators will decide whether it should be removed. The future of a page titled Anti-Communist Mass Killings is, no, uh, is not in doubt, however, as the entry outlining occasions which communists have been killed under other political system have not been flagged over concerns about neutrality. There you go. So just cover up the crimes, rewrite the history, claims it never happened. And this is why we talk about the fact that these people are communists. They are communist you don't have to complicate it just call in communists okay that's what they are that's what they represent uh, and, and yes there's a a new you know anti-white uh, you know very central component in, in this ideology now right uh, but it's still under the banner of communism right um, so sticking to I guess Russia and the Soviet Union uh, all kinds of stuff there apparently things are heating up again uh, between Russia and Ukraine and of course as always you have to be very wary of this uh, what are the sources what is nato's interest here what is on the other part russia's interest here but for the most for the most part not always but for the most part nato have been running a bunch of gay ops and they're as far as i've been able to tell in terms of track record at least 10 to 1 uh liars uh, and they run their propaganda schemes and all that kind of stuff to, try to blame. You know, things on Russia all the time and stuff like that, right? Um, So, Russia to act if NATO crosses red lines in Ukraine, says Putin. Uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin on Tuesday said that Russia would be forced to act if red lines on Ukraine were crossed by NATO. Putin said that deployment, deployment of certain offensive missile capabilities on Ukrainian soil would be seen as a trigger by Russia. Putin was speaking at an investment forum in Moscow He said he hoped common sense would prevail on all sides. He added that he wanted NATO to be aware of Russia's security concerns around Ukraine. If some kind of strike system appear on the territory of Ukraine, the flight time to Moscow will be seven to 10 minutes and five minutes in, uh, in the case of a hypersonic weapon being deployed. Just imagine, uh, said Putin. Of course, but I think uh, China had their hyper, uh, hypersonic missile test a while back. Russia had it as well. I think the U.S. is falling way behind. You know, they're spending money on diversity and these kinds of things, of transifying, uh, you know, pro- uh, LGBTQifying the military and things like that. So, totally fine, right? Just be, so, so, just be aware of that when you talk about the, I mean, obviously, the Haldemar should always be, you know, focused on. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying anything else there, but be aware that it has, Whereas it previously was very unfashionable, at least by the international community, to recognize that or anything like that, now when they're using Ukraine as a po- proxy on, 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 you know, when it comes to the NATO's and, and the EU's and America's war uh, on Russia, it's been very advantageous to use th- something like the Holodomor. Not, not because they truly care about you know Ukrainians or uh, you know the the Slavic people who died during those you know Bolshevik you know run famines, engineered, organized famines. But because they want to use it as a rallying cry and say, "Look," and I've seen that too. It's like, "Oh, this is you know, it's, it's not this subgroup of you know Bolsheviks specifically that did this. It's it's Russia that did it. The, the current you know, uh, you know, what, what do you call it? The makeup of Russia. Those are the ones behind it, which is which is insane. So that's the only caveat to that. Watch out for that. How they would spin and use that. Otherwise, uh, totally." Uh, Absolutely need to be pointed out every single time. Uh, remember, they've been trying to cover up for, uh, for years. It was not that famous clip where uh, when Fo- Abe Foxman was the head of the ADL, goes to Ukraine, and I forget which one of the puppet uh, presidents that uh, the EU and NATO had put in place in Ukraine at the time. It was like one of the yeah, the chocolate king or the baron or whatever the hell his name was. Um, and um, it was... Uh, well, sorry, I pressed the wrong button there. It, it was... Um, he said, please don't... Um, What's the wording you used? Please, please don't. Uh, they, 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 there can only be one Holocaust. Don't, don't begin to use this in a. In a uh, don't refer to it as the Holocaust. It, it needs to be uh, basically. Ours is number one, uh, adL Falkman says, and, and 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 yours is kind of, you know, it's kind of secondary. It's not that important, really. Um, you know, we're the chosen people, so us, it's much more uh, much more weight and gravity behind us, you know, being genocide. And that's the only Holocaust in in, in history, therefore. That's why they, they deny the Armenian Holocaust, right, the genocide. They deny the Holodomor forever, all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, anyway, a little bit more here. Saw this before, just coming on here as well. Kremlin says half of entire Ukrainian army is in Donbass, as Blinken warns Putin, U.S. prepared to act. So what? What are we now? We had we had uh, again. Trump is not some big savior here. He was not, obviously not doing, you know, Putin's b- bidding or something like that, or Russia's bidding, like these lunatics try to claim. But it is interesting that it was fairly good relations. It wasn't a big issue for the most part, and. Under Obama, we saw this massive heating up, right? The U.S. was was helping Ukraine and supplying them with weapons. They were doing fake, uh, and gay color revolutions in the Ukraine with the aid of CIA and so forth, right? And now, as as Blinken is in and Biden is in, and what are we now? Uh, yeah, well, we're in December now. So what is that? That technically the 11th month we're in of the presidency, right? It was January 20th he he became uh, inaugurated Biden, right? But we're basically right back to where we left off before Trump took over, (laughs) right? It is kind of interesting, right? So Blinken is in there again, of course, messing about. Uh, Anyway, a Wednesday statement out of the Russian foreign ministry has charged Kiev with stoking tensions along the Ukrainian border. The statement alleged that over... 100,000 Ukrainian troops and military hardware has been moved into the restive Donbass region. Restive, why do they call it that? Because of prior fighting, is that why? Where the national forces have been in a stalemate with pro-Russia separatists. Okay, that's why they... Okay, thank you. I got the, I got the explanation right after. How about that? Uh, been in a stalemate with pro-Russian separatists for half a decade going back to 2014. Yeah, it was it 14, 15. So we got a little bit of 15 and then the election campaign of Trump started, right? And then 16, of course, he was inaugurated. Blah blah blah. And as far as I know, there was that fighting wasn't going on. Am I wrong about that? I don't think there was. I'm not saying this is completely, you know, U.S. driven, but you know, NATO is a big part of this, uh, no doubt, right? While rejecting prior accusations out of Kiev and Washington, and especially Western media, that it's Russia that's stoking tensions by sending 90,000 regular forces near the border, Kremlin spokeswoman. Maria Zakharovas had had this to say about the situation. According to some reports, the number of troops in the conflict zone already reaches 125,000 people, and this, if anyone does not know, is half of the entire composition of the armed forces of Ukraine. Further, she accused Ukrainian president Vladimir Zelensky, and I believe he's part of the tribe too, uh, of breaking the peace, particularly the Donbass, C- and he just, the way he talks and stuff, I forget what it was I was watching recently. He just seems like a scummy, like mob boss type, just very, cr- like the way he speaks and stuff. Remember, we, <laughs> we played that clip a while back, the CNN clip where he was running with the, with the CNN uh, uh, reporter. Like nothing was happening in there, but try to pre- like, uh, pretend that they were hiding from bullets and shit, it's, it's like um, unbelievable, right? Complete just bullshit, propaganda, made up garbage. Um, anyway, particularly the Donbass ceasefire terms of the Minsk agreement, after he submitted a bill to Ukrainian parliament which would allow foreign troops into the country to participate in joint military drills next year. Oh, interesting. The rival sides are now in a full-blown media and information war, trading tit-for-tat accusations of military buildup in a dangerous situation that could be barreling towards renewal of actual armed conflict. Um, in recent weeks, we have uh, have seen a stream of consciousness from the Ukrainian leadership, especially when it comes to the military, that is excessively inflamed and dangerous Russian foreign military. Sergei Lavrov said in a follow-up to Sakharova's words, just last week, the foreign ministry used similar language which denounced the Hotheads in Kiev, which have had a feeling of complete impunity and are in a favor of military solution to this internal Ukrainian uh, crisis. Uh, but Secretary of State Anthony Blinken also weighed in on Wednesday, escalating the rhetoric further. Of course he did. Not a part of the tribe. He charged Putin with laying the groundwork for an invasion of neighboring Ukraine he demanded the kremlin pull back its forces from near the border an implicit mi- admission that we are still merely talking about the movements of russian troops within russia's own territory that's right you can't be are you trying to are you trying to stand on your own border right imagine saying that to uh, to poland right when they're pushing back against all the uh, the bullshit from uh, belarus right with the migrants and such What do you do? This is an act of aggression. You're standing, you're standing right at the edge of your own border. How dare you? Uh, This despite the Pentagon this week appearing to downplay the so-called invasion threat. Meanwhile, the Washington Post is reporting the top Biden admin officials are wildly speculating over false flag scenarios and they are already blaming Russia. There you go. Look at that. So now false flags uh, all of a sudden totally exists. And we should be very, very worried about that, in fact. Isn't it incredible, right? We don't know whether President Putin has made the decision to invade. We do not We do know that he's putting in place the capacity to do so in short order, should he so decide, Lincoln told reporters in Latvia after meeting with NATO foreign ministers where the crisis was discussed. Should Russia follow the path of confrontation when it comes to Ukraine, we've made clear that we will respond resolutely, including with a range of high-impact economic measures that we have refrained from pursuing in the past, Blinken said, while stopping short of any direct threat of the of American military intervention. Uh, intervention he said that Western allies have expressed tremendous solidarity to take action in the event of a Russian offensive uh, in Ukraine. So why don't we let these guys, uh, the Blinkens, the uh, Vladimir Zelenskys, kind of uh, uh, push push to other uh, ethnically European nations uh, into war with each other it sounds the best uh, isn't that the best course of action right now i I think uh, i think that would be best for all we just we just hope everybody wears a mask and are properly uh, vaccinated if they do cross those borders ladies and gentlemen all right one more thing on russia here this is kind of funny actually speaking of the the quality of like what america is doing and offering up and stuff versus you know russia Uh, Russia threatens criminal charges against married NASA astronaut 45 over baseless claims. Baseless? What? This is not baseless at all. Um, As far as I know, this turned out to be the actual story. Anyway, this is the Daily Mail, so take it with a grain of salt. Salt. um, Over baseless claims. Baseless claims that she drilled a hole in the Russian spacecraft while it was docked uh, with the ISS, the International Space Station. Why? Because she had broken up with her crew member and wanted to go home. <laughs> this is so you're telling me this is more um, information uh, war back and forth between US and Russia just because they're, they don't have anything better to do? Is that what why it's baseless? I mean, there was a hole there. She, as far as I know, she's the one who did it. Russia Space Agency finished its investigation into what caused a hole in the Soyuz MS 09 spacecraft that was docked with the ISS in 2018. The agency has long cited NASA astronaut Serena Anion chancellor as the culprit, who deliberately drilled the small hole that caused an air pressure drop. Oh, fantastic. Russia has handed its investigation to law enforcement, which now allows them to press criminal charges against the astronaut. There's the the photo of the hole right there. Yes, it's a small one, but that's all it takes on a, on a spacecraft, as far as I know. Unless space is, unless space is fake and gay, that's, uh, that's what happens. Uh, here's a picture here of uh, uh, Anion Chancellor, right? The agency recently completed its investigation into what was deemed a sabotage, citing this crew member of the ISS at the time of the incident as, as the culprit. Chancellor was married to Jeff Chancellor, pictured uh, this guy here, when she was in space. And the two are still married to this day, so it's unclear who the boyfriend was, as stated by Russian ins- uh, Insider. Was that what the source was? What does it say? No, Russian Insiders. Okay, not, not Russian Insider. Okay, gotcha. Uh, is there a video of this, too? Let's check this out here. I guess I leaked the hole. ...leaking the... the, the, Vestabue, the re- ...connecting
2: the Rosviatt module <laughs> to uh, the Soyuz spacecraft, and we see motion and the Soyuz hatch now swinging open at 10 17 a.m central time 11 17 a.m eastern time this is,
3: i mean if this is true this is what this is uh, <clears throat> this is women gentlemen um sorry ladies but uh <laughs> come on is it if this is true yikes maybe not send emotional women up there all right this isn't really Okay, I thought we'd, (laughs) something a little bit more exciting when it comes to the, uh, maybe they caught her, don't they have like cameras 24-7 in these things? You should see her drill the hole, isn't there footage of this? Maybe they don't, maybe not 24-7, but a lot of it I think is captured, even their movements and exactly what they're doing and stuff, right? I mean they have time off, I I get that of course, they're (laughs) just working 24-7. right. anyway, a little mini story there for you, but interesting, big if true as I say. Uh, Brad Gramba, Freedom Shekels. Thank you, Brad, so much. Appreciate you every time. Thank you, sir. Uh, sincerely uh, appreciate it. Thank you, Brad, for the generous donation. Hope you do well, sir. Always good to see you here. Um, let me see here what do we have. Wikipedia, we talked about that one. Uh, so I guess we should talk about uh, Chris Cuomo. Oh, we have RoboThink here, too. Let me do this one real quick. Uh, RoboThink says... Uh, drove to Texas and back from uh, Las Vegas. Not one place I stopped at in Arizona, New Mexico, or Texas enforced mask mandates. Even though uh, they had uh, mask signs, it was amazing. Vegas is so cucked. Um, okay, well, at least they didn't enforce the mask mandates, which is good, right? I thought Texas, didn't they? Even Arizona, you're saying they have that now? They're, that's back. I didn't even know that. I'll get look into that. I mean, many just kind of they have it symbolically and they leave it anyway. Uh, but yeah, Vegas, uh, what a nightmare. <laughs> Glad you're out of there. What a nightmare. Holy crap. Thank you, RoboThink. Thank you, uh, Brad, again, too. Um, all right, so Chris Cuomo, let's talk about this real quick here. Uh, Chris Cuomo addresses CNN's suspension. Um, so, of course, he was uh, permanently suspended because, of course, he came out that he was aiding uh, his uh, brother, Andrew Cuomo, not when it comes to killing old people by putting coronavirus uh, patients uh, in um, uh, hospice, uh, elderly care, uh, homes, and things like this, right? Not because of that. No, that, that's fine. You can kill these old old people. That's that's totally okay. Uh, but it was over the, the so-called sexual harassment case and in the investigation. It doesn't mean it's good, of course. It means he used his journalistic insider tricks and all this stuff to like gain information. Listen to... Uh, I guess this is Fox right here covering some of this.
2: Twenty past the hour now,
7: got some new developments from CNN this morning. As one of its uh, lead anchors has taken off the air, the network says it's (laughs) suspending Chris Cuomo
3: indefinitely. (laughs) It's a good day, folks. Your post sums it up. See you,
2: Chris. Chris Fredo Uh is out. Howie Kurtz live with more on this. Howie, good morning to you. What do we know? Bill, good morning. For months, CNN took no action over disclosures that primetime host Chris Cuomo was aiding his brother's defense as the then New York governor fought for his job, not even a slap on the wrist. Nothing happened after Cuomo apologized. I never made calls to the press about my brother's situation. I think it is clear that's not true CNN president Jeff Zucker who hired Cuomo Mm -hmm. bowing to pressure last night in suspending his star. This is even some liberal journalists were demanding Cuomo resign for his role in the sexual harassment probe. One of the governor's accusers Charlotte Bennett said Chris Cuomo had smeared her with quote reprehensible conduct. CNN's statement made clear the the brass did not know that Cuomo was using his media sources to find out about pending stories by the New Yorkers Ronan Farrow and Politico and feeding that intel to the governor's top aides. And in two cases, he appeared to be digging up information on Andrew Cuomo's accusers, such as saying he had a lead on the wedding girl, a woman who said the governor harassed her at a wedding. Cuomo, who told investigators he wasn't doing oppo research, also tried to edit some of his brother's statements. CNN created this mess last year by allowing a dozen friendly interviews between the brothers, then changing the rules to ban that, then not launching its own internal inquiry into Chris Cuomo's role in the scandal, angering many staffers in the process. Less than four months after Governor Cuomo resigned, Chris Cuomo has now been sidelined, and the network's use of Whoops. the word indefinitely raises questions about whether he's ever coming back. And, Bill, I wouldn't wager a large sum of money on that. Uh,
3: okay, thanks, Howie. He, Howie Kurtz there in Washington, D.C. Got more now with Dana. Pause. Here we go. Uh, pause. There we go. Um, I mean, he'll be fine. How many, how many millions did he make uh, a year? <laughs> Three million? Six million? Probably something like that, right? He'll be fine, of course. He'll, he'll get some other gig, or he'll do what some of these other uh, defunct anchors do. They just start their a little web show, and they get a, you know... They get a good deal on like YouTube or something like that. Some of the conservatives, they go to like a rumble, you know, but they're fine for the most part. But uh, yeah, big, uh, big, sad, uh, uh, terrible. Of, of course, again, the big story here should be barring that this is somehow. Uh, I don't know. Is there, is there some Ghislaine Maxwell thing here? The, the, you know, there's a lot of these things that have happened here. Lo- lots of COs that have resigned and stuff. We'll talk about some of those rumors later. Uh, what's actually related to that, we don't know. It, it should be related to, I mean, the main issue here is the nursing home deaths, right, that these, you know, Andrew Cuomo, he he killed people, right? He he killed people and he and he got away with it. And then the sexual abuse thing came afterwards and he's getting off easy, even if something is going to happen here, right? Uh, but he's still discussing, of course, by Chris Cuomo to using his journalistic, you, know, uh, you know, leads and sources and stuff and to try to get information on people and handed it to his brother, of course. Um, so that happened. We also had a, a new uh, CEO here uh, coming into uh, Twitter.com uh, Parag uh, Narwal. I'm sorry, Agrawal. Uh, Parag Agrawal. Uh <clears throat> Is uh, is now the uh, the head of Twitter.com, uh, and we had a couple of interesting changes here that's coming going to gonna come along immediately, and we'll talk about those too. Uh, and of course, big big shocking revelation here, of, of course, was that it turns out, oh, he's oh he's anti-white. Can you can you believe that? Can you? Who would have ever guessed that he was another anti-white scumbag? Right. Um, that's what he said here uh, just a couple of years ago, a few years ago here. If they're not going to take, make, sorry, a distinction between Muslims and extremists, then why should I distinguish between white people and racists? That's right. There you go. Thank you, CEO Street Shitter. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Uh, we do uh, we do appreciate you uh, in this position. Uh, now, of course, uh, Jack Dorsey, he released a letter here. Uh, I'm not going to go through this in full, frankly. It's kind of no, no point uh, he did say hi mom at the end though this is uh, of course uh, very fun but he has he's his uh, he full confidence uh, that this is the guy that uh, is gonna lead Twitter uh, into a much better era and stuff like that right he's uh, he I think I think he's moving on uh, of course other things he's behind what the uh, the cash app uh, square right a number of other things uh, Jack's Dorsey, right so he's gonna he's gonna do just fine maybe it's too much pressure he was getting into all these remember these weird things he were doing like Salt baths every every thirty minutes, and saunas, and then he went to some, you know, Buddhist thing, uh, like endless like meditation things, and just started. I, I maybe just deal with the stress of of, of the pressure or something. I'm not sure. uh Twitter's new CEO Parag Agrawal previously rejected free speech in favor of healthy healthy public conversation. Yeah, that, there he goes. So now we know what we have to look forward to here. Uh, And of course, with some changes immediately, we'll get to that in a second here. Uh, He also wished the company had censored some content sooner. There you go. In a far-reaching November 2020 interview, Twitter's new CEO, Parag Agrawal, who was the company's chief technology officer, the CTO at the time, rejected free speech protections that are enshrined in the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, wished that the company had censored QAnon sooner, and touted the company's approach of censoring content based on potential for harm. That's right. Just make something up. This could potentially, as an in- interpretation, this might potentially be harmful to somebody. Our role is not to be bound by the First Amendment, but our role is to serve a healthy public conversation. And our moves are reflective of things that we believe lead to a healthier public conversation, Agarwal said in response to a question about protecting free speech as a core value and the role of the First Amendment. He added that the company now focuses less on thinking about free speech but thinking about how the times have changed in this context agrawal said that the role of twitter is increasingly moving towards recommendations and how we direct people's attention and how that is leading to a healthy public conversation that is most participatory that's right just ban some of those assholes you don't like and the people in the speech you hate and uh, and then you know we'll we'll have a good conversation here with people who are you know that can lead most to participation of of dialogue that uh, makes total sense right agrawal also know that twitter, that twitter is censorship uh, focuses i'm sorry focuses uh, twitter focuses its censorship efforts on avoiding quote specific harm that misleading information can cause and claim that when it comes to covid-19 a few people being misinformed can lead to implications on everyone. That's right. So they're now going to be the arbiter of truth and policing uh, reality and so forth, like Facebook decided to do, despite the fact that they said that we're not going to for a while, and people are like, oh, look, will you look at that? Zuckerberg said he's not gonna try to be the arbiter of truth and, and, and you know stuff, and that my that changed quick, didn't it? Uh, and you know, Twitter for the most part, Twitter of course is is horrible when it comes to censorship, but but in many regards they are the one of the bigger social media platforms that have held out the longest when it comes to people that were banned from uh, other platforms and so forth. But uh, you know, as we played in the beginning here in the intro, and I guess we can replay that again. As as uh, Clown Saki said here, that if you banned from one platform and spread misinformation, you should be banned from uh, other platforms as well. You guys remember this? You shouldn't
0: be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there.
3: That's right. There you go. Uh, Additionally, Agarwal addressed Twitter's censorship of QAnon in July 2020 by wishing QAnon content had been purged from the platform earlier and touting Twitter's actions that had led to a very rapid decrease in the amount of reach QAnon and related content got on the platform by over 50%. Not only did Agarwal support censorship during the interview, but he also welcomed Twitter's approach of relying on credible sources when the company deems there to be potential for harm associated with content is that just what what even is that can we get a definition of that that is complete dumb and gay Uh, i think in some cases you rely on credible sources to provide that context agarwal said when asked how twitter determines whether something is harmful without trying to figure out whether it's true so you don't always have to determine if something is true or false but if there's potential for harm that's right so only if if someone considered it to be Potentially dangerous, or well, this could this could what they say all the time could lead to real world harm, right? Then you can ban, then you can ban it, but but not if it's uh, not if it's black uh, supremacists. Uh, who are literally talking about you know killing white people and what you know doing white genocide and so forth. I don't have any, any of the videos now, but I saw it uh, a few days ago, two days ago. It was it happened like right after this too. It was kind of interesting. Uh, what was it the um, hashtag the mayo monkeys or something like that was it mayo monkeys that was trending and it was like you know how they have that uh, audio thing you can go live on twitter just with the audio and people can join in the conversation and whatnot it was like a bunch of black people who were just like let's just let's kill uh, whites and these mayo monkeys and shit like and of course that that wasn't taken down that wasn't censored that's not real life harm you know all the all the usual double standards we we know what they're doing we know what they want and we know that they hate us, and they want us. They want us dead, right? Uh, okay. Um, we choose not to flag something as true or false, but we choose to add a link to credible sources or to additional conversations around that topic to provide people context around the piece of content, so they can be better informed. Even as this data for understanding, um, for understanding and knowledge is evolving. Okay, that's. I would. I will highly doubt that that's the approach they will do. Simply, if they don't want something on the platform they will just um, add a link as opposed to actually deleting it you know um what was it about the boosting as well i remember there was it was another quote maybe that was not in this article he was talking about I'm paraphrasing now, but it was like basically there's a lot of content out there. There's a lot of tweets, and the best way for us is to act as a uh, as an amplifier of the kind of messages that we want to get out there. there. Is nothing to do with free speech and all that stuff. Remember the Jack Dorsey, right? We're the free speech arm of the free speech party. Remember that line? And then he came, what a year, a couple of years after that, it was like, oh, that was just a that was just a joke. It was never about uh, letting people speak. Uh, you know that. Uh, it's just about censoring and controlling the discourse, right? Um, so here's the the other follow-up here. The other story uh, happened yesterday here. Twitter bans sharing photos or videos of people without their permission. Um, so this is funny, though, because when we had, I think on like two, two occasions, we've had our addresses, uh, one case after the hack in 2017 um, all kinds of personal things personal documents uh, including id including what else was there um, obviously address and stuff like there was a bunch of other things that stayed up i think for uh, one of one of them that the, the after 2017 that was taken down with like within a, i think a day or something like that 24 hours maybe when it comes to the latest one that happened where they put our addresses up there as a mantifa faggot um, and no one ever shows up, by the way. So, you know, whatever, go ahead, go ahead, show up at the door, see what happens. That's a different thing. You can post my address all you want. I don't care about that. Show up at my door. That's a different ball game, right? But you know, they never, they never show up. They just never happen. I think it's three times or two times it's happened, and nothing ever comes of it. But anyway. Uh, it took them, I think, three days, at, li- at, at the minimum three days before they even acted. And that's after multiple people reporting it and all that kind of stuff, right? So, that, so that's going to be fine. You're, if there's enemies of the political far left or, or, or the left, the liberals, the progressives, the anti-whites and so forth, uh, it will stay up. It, it's not going to be any problem. I suspect that this is things like um, libs off TikTok, that type of these type of things that someone has posted a l- crazy lunatic video on TikTok and the libs of TikTok on Twitter takes that and puts that on their Twitter account. And in some regards, even without comments, they just upload it there. You bet you that those people can now approach Twitter and say, "I don't, I don't give permission that the video uploaded here can be posted there under that account." Right? You know that that's what's going to happen here. Twitter has upped. this literally like the the exactly when uh, Narwhal took uh, you know? Pajit took power here of Twitter. It became CEO. Twitter has updated its policy to ban people from posting media, photos, and videos featuring other people without their consent. The new rule is part of the platform's ban on sharing private information about other people and has major implications for free speech. In a blog post, Twitter announced exp- uh, expanding its private information policy, which bans the public of private information, such as home addresses and phone numbers, to now include media. So again, of course, that shouldn't, you shouldn't be allowed to add people's you know, home addresses and stuff like that. Just, of course, take that down, kind of thing, right? But you know that this will be abused and misused now. There are growing concerns about the misuse of media and information that is not available elsewhere online as a tool to harass, intimidate, and reveal the identities of individuals, the company wrote in the blog. And I bet you that it's someone uploads someone who has a vaccine testimony or anything like that, Right a doctor that said something dumb or, or again, someone who, that filmed somebody something in secret which is vital and important information for, for the public or something. Even when it comes to, I think, um, public individuals, they will do this, right? They will protect They'll protect the assholes, basically. Um, the, uh, sharing personal media, such as images or videos, can potentially violate a pre- uh, person's privacy and may lead to emotional or physical harm. The company added that the misuse of private media can have a disproportionate effect on women activists, dissidents, and members of minority communities. Okay, so um, as these same people that are enforcing these kinds of things and doing these kinds of things uh, are trying to replace us, so white people become a minority, will will we be protected under this then? I mean, we won't be becoming a minority. That's not going to happen, don't get me wrong. But, you know, just to follow through a, a train of thought here. Uh, What about dissidents? What do they mean when it's a... What what kind of dissidents, right? Twitter Twitter will begin taking action when it receives reports of tweets containing unauthorized private media. Users can report... And again, I I sincerely believe this is... Even if it's a video that has been published elsewhere on the the internet and it's taken to twitter.com, they will ensure that it's taken down. But we'll see. We'll see. Might be positively you know surprised by this but we'll see users can report a violation to the new rule by filing a first-person report or throughout an authorized representative Again, so you you know you go out and you film Chris Cuomo and ask him why he helped his brother to cover up uh, you know or, or, or find information about them and then you upload that to Twitter and then he can just have it taken down you, you, you know that's gonna happen you know it right users can report a violation. okay we, we talked about that um, Yeah, uh, prove that the photo was shared without their consent or the video, blah blah blah. Uh, However, there are exceptions to the rule. Okay, for instance, photos of public figures. Okay, at least they claim that. We'll see. I, I I think that's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be a definition issue where they say yes, it's a yes, it's a public figure, but you see, they weren't in a public capacity when they did this. You know, they will squirm and worm out of out of things like that you, you know that right anyway they claim here then photos of public figures shared without their permission might remain if shared in the interest of the public or add value to public discourse so that will only lean in one direction uh, and we know what they mean when they say that but they will be removed if the purpose of sharing is to harass intimidate or use fear to silence them yeah because that that has totally not happened against uh, people like that were dubbed the uh, uh, with the, the misinformation dozen recently and stuff like that, right? <laughs> it's just like endless death threats, uh, you know, from Mercola, you know, down the list. You know, Sherry Tenpenny or Erin Elizabeth, all these people that were on the list, right? Uh, even Robert F. Kennedy Jr. The company said it was also considered content when enforcing the new rule on a case-by-case basis. Um, and they did not discuss how they will enforce the policy. Exciting. Exciting times. Uh, Shadow government says any plans on having Ryan Dawson on as a guest for the Maxwell trial? I was th- just thinking about that yesterday. I think uh, that would be actually a very good idea. Uh, I was thinking about Ryan; he has a lot of good info on Epstein and the Maxwell case and stuff. So we'll talk about Maxwell a little bit here. The the trial, the the black the total trial blackout. It's it's quite incredible. Um, so the answer is uh, yes. We, we'll as long as Ryan is available, we'll definitely do that. Uh, like and Warrior. Don't know if you have uh, covered the story with Salvation Army wanting white donors uh, to offer sincere apology for their racism. I did see something about, uh, was it the Salvation Army had apologizing for Christianity or something like that? But the, this is a Daily Wire link, so maybe they, maybe they wouldn't mention that as well. Um, it was something, yeah, okay, there is something about Christianity. Okay, the, the charity is asking its white donors to do more than just drop some coins into the kettle. When they go shopping this holiday season, leaders of the army wants whites to apologize for being racist. The desire of the South this is is this is this a this is a Christian organization, right? Woo! All right. God, they're so cocked, it's unbelievable. The desire is that salvationists achieve the following? The army set sa- uh, the army says in an online resource titled "Let's Talk About Racism," listing several goals, including to lament, repent, and apologize for biases or racist ideologies uh, held and actions committed. The resources claims that Christianity is inherently racist and calls for white Christians to repent and offer a sincere apology to blacks for being antagonistic to black people, or the culture, values, and interests of the black community. It's inter- interesting that it bring didn't bring up Jews here isn't that one of the bigger issues there about Christians and and Jews right anyway many have come to believe that we live in a post-racial society but racism is very real for our brothers and sisters who refuse jobs and housing. yeah they're totally refused jobs and housing they're denied basic rights yeah every day that happens and they're brutalized and oppressed simply because of the color of their skin one lesson in the resources that's absolutely accurate that's happens all the time there's an urgent need for christians to evaluate racist attitudes and practices in light of our faith and to live faithfully in today's world blah holy shit all right salvation army down the drain not a big surprise a lot of these uh a lot of these organizations the red cross and you know uh they're they just they're hor- horrible on the money that they get they're part of the establishment they're corrupt this uh slush fund they're corrupt uh the money ends up elsewhere and stuff so i wouldn't give anything to any of these groups to be honest I, that's why i saw someone was saying that they were h- h- giving It's actually a good idea um write uh do it on a printer or something if ever even write it by hand if you can um multiple notes it just says uh, no no white guilt or i'm not guilty for being white or something like that and drop that in the uh, in the uh what, what do they call them the the little piggy bank <laughs> Whatever they call those. The dono uh, box there. I think that's a good idea, right? Uh, all right, thank you. Arn Jimson says, yes, Dawson, uh, he has the skinny of all of this shit. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely uh, talk with Dawson, see Dawson, see if he's available. Uh, that would be good. Uh, let me see. Did I miss one on Odyssey real quick? Let me check that. And then we'll move into uh, COVID territory, ladies and gentlemen. I do want to do, uh, uh, do what we have on uh, Maxwell after that, too, by the way. Uh, let me see here if we missed one. Uh, Itash said on Odyssey, "This is about getting rid of Project Veritas." And Andy, no, I believe, yeah, but anything like that. Of course, yes, that's. Uh, I think that's true, and many others will suffer under that too. Uh, Cranky Crackers and a, a heart. Thank you, appreciate that. Uh, Pagan Bear, I think this is, is this from today. Uh, let me see here. Pagan Bear said, "America's army is more diverse than ever. It ev- uh, it even has a." Tranny General, so Russia has no chance. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, they made, the, was it the surgeon, uh, L- uh, Levine, right? Rachel, Le- uh, what was the, Robert Levine, what was his name again? Uh, they made him a general, right? That's, that's right. Uh, Jack Dark, uh, do a little P uh, P symbol on uh, YouTube there. Appreciate that. Might but That might have been from Friday, but thank you for that, Jack. I don't think we mentioned it uh, at the time uh and Turdmaster with a little icon i think they've started with stickers have they started with stickers now on uh, on odyssey i see a bunch of stickers uh good stuff or maybe that's only if you do a like a library token or something all right uh let's do this then let me close a couple of windows and then we'll go into <coughs> excuse me the uh, omicron i've heard and i think i've said that wrong to a couple of times um Om- people say omicron uh it's omicron all right, so the first confirmed case of Omicron variant detected in the United States. Who could have, who could have ever guessed? It's from December 1st here. Uh, the California and San Francisco Departments of Public uh, public Health have confirmed that a recent case of COVID-19 among an individual in California was caused by the Omicron variant. The individual was traveling... Um, Who returned from South Africa on November 22nd, 2021? The individual has mild symptoms that are improving. It's self quarantining and has uh, been since testing positive. All close contacts have been contacted and have tested negative. Yeah, because you can totally rely on those PCR tests. Genomic sequencing was conducted at the University of California at San Francisco, and the sequence was confirmed at the CDC as being consistent with the Om- Omicron variant. This will be the first confirmed case of COVID-19 caused by the Omicron variant detected uh, in the U.S. Right, uh, and then of course, get, everybody get vaccinated because that's what's going to fix this thing. And then it turns out, oh, that's right, the uh, all the people that uh, we first detected. Uh, the so-called Omicron variant. In, I, I'd do they. Does anybody know if they actually upload the genetic data of these variants anywhere? Is that, is that public knowledge? Uh, I, I assume that some of the critics and the people who question this, um, and even those who question the validity of COVID-19 in or of itself, those who question uh, the second layer. That would be those who question the the different variants and how they sequence them and so forth. I would assume that they would have. Referred to that or they would have had uh, looked at that in more detail make genomic comparisons and so forth if that is the case uh, But again, I could be wrong. Yeah, it looks like there's stickers here by um, yeah, Dan Duke. Is, is that? Uh, is that Klaus Schwab in the sticker on, on odyssey that that's great. Mr. Noseberg drops a uh, What's that it looks like a, a white woman with a, uh, a, a Like an odyssey uh, like it one of those oscar statuettes, but with uh, the awesome odyssey astronaut on it cool beans didn't know awesome um Good to see you as well, Mr. Noseberg, as usual. Thank you for keeping an eye on the chat. We do appreciate appreciate you. Um, Botswana government releases public statement on new mutant strain. The new Omicron variant of COVID-19 was first detected in four people who were fully vaccinated, according to a public statement by the Botswana government. The new variant which some claim is three times more contagious, was initially discovered in Botswana before it spread across South Africa. The news was met with global alarm prompting financial markets to plummet, except, of course, Moderna to up 20% Friday markets. And Pfizer, I think, was up at least six or seven, with only a slight loss at the end of the the close of the markets. Um, And new travel bans has been put in place as well people are freaking out countries are freaking out authorities are freaking out i should say they're not freaking out people are freaking out because the authorities are making dumb decisions based on stuff that so far looks very very mild now it's not a big surprise that they show up in the vaccinated it's the vaccine that's causing the that's the pressure on the virus and so forth now there could even be a connection the fact that they pop up in some of these african countries could be related to the high uh, HIV or AIDS, uh, you know, uh, rates as well. In terms of the fact that they're immunocompromised, being surrounded by people or close to people that have been vaccinated, they can jump to them, and then they have no, uh, they have no no way of, you know, there are no immune system to speak of that can actually defend itself against these things. Some people said that that turns into kind of a laboratory in and of itself, and 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 it mutates in them and so forth. Right? Again, all all of this could just be total bullshit. It's just. I mean, everything essentially everything you hear, unless you have personally verified these things, can be taken as one hundred percent fact because there's so much lies, so much just corruption and motivate political motivations and stuff weaved into all of this, right? So that's not a big surprise. But the most reasonable, you know, conclusion is one: it's a it's a vast over overreaction so far. At least judging from everything that we've seen so far. But it's predictable because when we've talked about this for since the vaccine was introduced and the people who know the science behind this have warned about that. And we've referenced that science and said, basically, this is the now the driver of the pandemic. The vaccination is now the driver of it. Right. That's why people said remarkably, you know, countries like what was it was referenced? I think it was. um, It was some of the other African countries. I don't think it was South Africa because it kind of arose there. Right. But it was like some of them have like declared this to be over, essentially. And there's hardly any cases, and and the vaccination rates are are incredibly low, right? Um, Anyway, I get ahead of myself. We'll get to some of that in a moment when it comes to the AIDS speculation and if that's a a variable here to pin. I know some, you know, they don't believe in that either. They talk about, was the name, Gallo, the guy. um, Fauci had a role in that, right? All the, the drugs that they launched. Was it a PTZ or PZT or something, whatever it's called, right? I mean, if you... If you look into any of this in any greater detail you you quickly realize just how much holes there is in this and how much assumptions it is I mean you can have something like measles If we have time I'll play that later we, we're kind of late a bit here actually so I'm not sure we have time for that but uh, it's, a, it's a good um, video this one I I think it's too long Want to be able to have time to play it right uh, Dr. Sam Bailey over on Odyssey the measles myth right? Just referencing one guy, the German scientist uh, lanca right, who, who um, issued like a, 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 a not a contest, but a yeah, like a, a prize. Uh, was it ten thousand euros? I think it was. It was a hundred? I think it was ten thousand euros to anybody who can prove measles or something. And then a lower court decided against him, and he had to pay. And the lower courts never take into uh, account expert testimony and these kinds of things. And that's one of the reasons why he lost that case. The old media picks up on this and they start talking. This guy's an anti-vax lunatic and he doesn't say measles, doesn't exist and blah, blah, blah. (coughs) And then he appeals that case. She goes through this in this video. Uh, He appeals that in that case to a higher court. This is the guy right here, Lanka. And then he wins that because now he can bring in testimony. And then they, the media spins that and say, oh, well, so he doesn't have to pay these 10,000 euros to uh, this person that challenged him on this issue. This was the guy that challenged him, uh, David Bardens, a German phys- physician. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, uh, German Supreme Court upholds biologists' claim that measles virus does not exist. Do you see that Uh Uh, Headline right there. Biology proves measles isn't a virus. Win Supreme Court case against doctor. And the media never covered that. That He won that in a a higher court of law, right? The point here is we're not going to have time to watch this later. But there are a lot of different theories out there. And again, we keep anything on the table until we can figure this out and try, try to understand it. But this is a good overview video of just one of these claims, right? Uh, and again, this is not a detail about measles, but just is one good example, right? And so she even goes into, well, what is it then? Well, there's all these other ailments that are primarily caused uh, by people being deficient in certain things. They have mishandled their health in other various ways which have led to these deficiencies and so forth. And you have very much like, you know, measles-like outbreaks and skin rashes that appears and stuff like that, right? So I'm just saying anything could be possible here, right? So just always keep that in mind. And it's good to question these things. It uh, doesn't mean that they're right, but it doesn't mean that the other guy's right either, right? So, anyway, the th- good stuff there, right? Um, according to, back to the story here, according to uh, public statements by the Botswana government, the new mutation was first discovered in four people who had received both doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. I wonder if it was it Moderna or was it uh, Pfizer? Which one was it? Um so there it is, the statement right there, and they mentioned it. Uh, and, of course, this is being kept away in the media. Not, not many people are talking about that, right? According to the report, four cases of the new variant were reported and recorded uh, on November 22nd. The primary report revealed that all of the four had been completely vaccinated for COVID-19. According to the authorities, in a subsequent statement, the government revealed that the new variant was detected on four, four nationals. There were diplomats, right, who had entered Botswana on the 7th of November on a diplomatic mission. The quarter tested positive for COVID-19. The quartet, sorry, the quartet, the four people, tested positive for COVID-19 on the 11th of November, uh, as they were pre- preparing to return. In a uh, piece of good news, others who had have had close contact with the infectees have no COVID-19 symptoms and have tested negative for COVID-19. Okay, uh, but again, I mean, if you if you are turned into a factory for the spike protein, uh, it stands to reason that you would, uh, I would assume, test positive. And if, and if that doesn't get you, what would get you is your, uh, your 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 immune system being weakened. So as soon as you're uh, subjected to a coronavirus again, you'd be it would be more transmissible, right? These are some of the other theories that uh, are floating, floating around out there. Um, uh, let me see here, vegan video. Yeah, let me see here. Let me scroll down a bit here. Valet says, "Merry Christmas to all our red eyes brothers and sisters. May we all experience peace and joy that carries on to, uh, into 2022." Thank you. That's a, that's a nice, positive message there. The meaning of the holiday is uh, is a message of hope for mankind and goodwill to all men. Do not let them take that away from you. Uh, jo- joy is joyous Noel, right? Jo- joy, joy, Noel. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Valet. Where's the Valet? Valet, I think it is. Thank you. Uh, nice message. Yes, um, never get your spirits down. Never let them take um, take what you like and what you enjoy from you, right? That's not the point of, of focusing on... on News and these kinds of things. You need to be informed. You need to understand what they're pushing on you and what the potential consequence of that is. So you can make the right decisions. Uh, but n- no, th- th- don't let it get to you. Very good. Thank you, Valley. Uh, Enlightened Despot says Omicron variant proves once again there are no criminal geniuses. They are all moronic. Uh, we will win, they? Well, isn't that the uh, that was one of the anagrams of Om- Omicron, right? It was moronic. <laughs> I actually have an I have an anagram video here in a moment too. Uh vegan videos is angry on me here. It does not exist interview Dr. Andrew Kaufman. No, I know I know about those theories too. I, I I totally I just I haven't made up my mind about it yet and, and but that's why I'm referencing people like um Dr. Sam Bailey. I'm very aware, aware of some of the things that they are talking about and I think that that's totally Uh, good things that you need to be have in your arsenal of understanding this and and get a holistic view of what the hell we're dealing with here, right? So, I mean, uh, I'll say this. Uh, People are dealing with something, right? And we've been over this. Uh, And I think I've mentioned this to you many times too, vegan videos. Um, What this could be is the the most important, I think one of the more important discussions, right? Is it deficiencies? Is it uh, exposure to other things? Uh, is it just the vaccine in of itself that produced these, you know, these illnesses now that people have? Beyond, I'm talking beyond the side effects of the vaccine. I'm talking about like the effect of injecting this mRNA into you and so forth. Uh, again, even if it if it's purportedly doing what they're saying, saying that it does, which is that you know it it starts producing the spike protein inside of your body, and then we have shedding and these kinds of things, and then people can be exposed to shedding, they can get sick and stuff like that. But you no, know, I'm to, I'm to, I totally. I, I get you I I hear you and we, and we you know we talk about that. Begin videos again says for God's sake interview Dr. Andrew Kaufman. I wonder if he would do it. I, I have been thinking about reaching out. Uh, could be interesting. I'm thinking about uh, Cowan too. Um, is it Thomas Cowan? I think it's Thomas Cowan. Vegan uh, videos. So I think that would be good. But no, I, I, you're right. Uh, it, that would be uh, that would be good. I think because um, that's the other part of this. I mean again we've said that before. I th- again I think. 2020, what they pushed in 2020 was something completely different. It was most likely, unless, you know, the the other thing I feel you have to take into account, vegan videos, is you have, I mean, whatever they are or the technicalities of them, they have bioweapons. They have things that they release in the population sporadically, right? And and they have things that make people ill. They fall of ill health, right? I think with someone in the comments that had something about and I think it was a comment by you, vegan videos about the uh, you, you know AIDS or maybe someone else like oh, it doesn't even exist and stuff. And I'm, again, I'm aware of Gallo, the guy behind that. The con- there's a lot of controversy there and stuff, right? Uh, but then when it's to the comments, like oh my, uh, boosted, I watched my brother die of you know AIDS and or, right, HIV or AIDS, and he wasn't you know he wasn't gay or something like that, right? Um, I think the most important thing, which is the, the most frustrating thing, is that there doesn't seem to be a, a, a good pinpoint of what exactly it is that happens. In the case of the measles, yes, we mentioned that that there's deficiencies and things like that. And maybe it's down to that in every single case. Or maybe there's other types of agents and all that stuff, right? Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, the Koch, the Koch postulates, as it's called, right? The, 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 it, it's still this thing that they pushed on, especially in 2020 before the vaccine was introduced, uh, doesn't meet those requirements. And I think even... Um, uh, it's kind of taking the discussion in a different area here now, but this is a an interesting video. Even in the measles myth by Dr. Sam Bailey, um, what was it, it going to say? <laughs> I think the cause, co- was it the causes We talked about the deficiencies. It was something else I was going to mention. It slipped my mind for a second. Uh, it'll, it'll come back to me. We'll, 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 uh, we'll get into it later. Uh, but no, it's, uh, it's all good. Virginian Drifter says, modern medicine is nothing more than an enterprise of fear and addiction. Some of the best doctors uh, medicate as little as possible, but Fauci and his ilk wanted a lifetime of booster shots uh, for you and your kids. Despicable. Yeah, I mean, it, I think mostly it was about the the vaccine uh, all along. That that's what it was, right? Um, what was that I was going to say about this? Was it, it's another good thing that she explained in this one? And I don't think she went into the. She kind of just brushed up against you know the the virus thing, and anyway, something with the co postulates. But check this out when you have time. Just search for uh, either Dr. Sam Bailey. It's one of her like, second to, to most recent videos. Uh, or just search for the measles myth and check it out. It's a bit longer than we have time for here today. But if you want to find out just that one virus, it's, it's very interesting, very, very interesting. Um, uh, Vegan Video says it can be a bioweapon, but we all need to understand viruses do not exist. Uh, do not exist. Germ theory is a lie. Yeah, it was, some, it was something I was going to say there about the yeah, how they break down the... Uh, you know what it is. We're all looking for a cause and stuff like that. Oh, th- th- that's what I was going to say. Thank you. You reminded me now of uh, vegan videos. The number of reports w- w- was very interesting, right? It's so ubiquitous, the 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 amount of papers and scientists that are talking about this and they're like working on this and whether it's a vaccine or a cure or researching this and researching that. And she referenced something. There's something like 47,000 papers um you know on on measles alone right and she said every single one of them doesn't prove that it exists it just runs on the assumption that it does exist which is very interesting and that's why she referenced the german uh, uh, doctor there L- lanka right doctor or lenka lanka lenka something like that uh, that he's like managed to prove in a court of law that it doesn't exist. And then the media you say, well, that was just because of a semantic thing. And there's nothing to do with that or not. So it's a very interesting discussion. All right. Thank you, uh, Vegan Videos. I appreciate that. I-, I do like your input and your comments as well. Uh, it- it's important to bring that into it because, you know, it's a sad state. Uh, I-, I see a lot of people, even online, that are immediately pushing back because someone – and this is like with you know within, you know, just – kind of right-wing conservative slash nationalistic spheres of like fighting over, you know, whether Omicron is, is you know, not only just that it's real, but it's dumb to deny that it's not, you know, one day the vaccine will produce all these strains and that's going to be, it's going to be really bad and it's going to be real by then and you'll see, you know, kind of thing, and like all these level of, at least for now, you know, complete, Nonsense and bullshit and overreaction, right? This is primarily a, a political uh, globalist plan, and then the rollout, of course, and the financial incentive of the vaccine, uh, uh, uh on t- weaved into that as a, as a next la- layer to it, right? Where I saw it first of all as a control mechanism, second of all, is then as a, the depopulation thing that came in with the vaccination campaign. Uh, you made tons of money on that, but then you can reshape and, and reshuffle. Uh, the world in your image, kind of thing. And in fact, we have a we have a thing on there just here uh, coming up next in terms of uh, Dr. Tedros, right? Have they like we this is a global problem. We all have to reshuffle our global efforts and blah 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 globalism. Omicron globalism, you know that's always the outcome, right? So here's one uh, the Twitter had. Omicron is starting to spread around the world, right? Uh, and then people pointed that out that it's like all of a sudden there's more confirmed cases, of course, and that sure that has to do with con- percentages of sequencing and all these things that they are talking about. They're they're claiming that this is you know the reason for it, uh, but then you have virtually no presence of it in in the countries where it supposedly kind of originated from either, um, and it shows up in Finland in one day and stuff like that. Just you know, oh, we just discovered it, and then it's just everywhere or all, all at once, right? Um, which is. Which is pretty gay, right? And that's The Economist pushing, pushing this out. So a lot of fear-mongering. There's no reason to, as people will do, because the government and the authorities are act- acting rash. People overreact and, pe- and people panic. Not you guys, but like normies out there. They, they panic. And then they're told this is because of the unvaccinated. And they go into just complete spurg out lunacy uh, about this, right? But before we get to some of those clips there, uh, what do we have here? Uh, big Pharma. Yeah, we don't have to go into that in this more detail. Unveils its plan for the Omicron, Omicron strain. And of course, it was more basically, oh, new mutation. That means we can have a new vaccine out. Moderna and Johnson are talking about that. COVID vaccine deployers issued uh, similar missives on Friday. They want to profit on this. It's very important to investigate this new variant, blah, blah, blah. You know where this is going. It's more boosters, more shots for everybody, right? That's the plan. Uh, Botswana, Omicron found in foreign diplomats, but visiting from where? They were investigating this a little bit. It seems that the uh, root of that was South Africa, but they're still investigating, moving through some quick quicker, through some of these stories right now, because we have quite a bit more to get to, including the Ghislaine Maxwell stuff, right? Um, Jerusalem Post, give it to the Israelis again, right? <laughs> Could the Omicron variant have uh, have developed in AIDS patients, right? I'm not sure if this is, you know, Poli- Not that I care, but like, is this politically... They don't care. They just do this, right? Um, in a special edition of the Jerusalem Post podcast, blah, 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 senior health analyst Maya Hoffman talks with Professor Cyril Cohen, head of immunology lab at Bar-Elon University, explained what is concerning health experts. The burning question, how did the world get a COVID variant with more than 50 mutations, including over 30 on the virus spike protein? Well, it's called a vaccine. That's what's doing it, and that's why you don't have these, uh, as far as I know, that many of those uh, issues, right, in unvaccinated countries or something. Um, but so they're investigating this issue, right, in terms of the AIDS issue. In normal people, not vaccinated infections last five to ten days. He said, uh, this time lapse that occurs, I guess, in uh, the, they're arguing that in the AIDS uh, patients, right, defective immune systems. Um, is what the virus has to change uh, change until you infect someone else. In vaccinated people, the virus has around one day, meaning the virus would not thrive as it does in unvaccinated people. That is why it's so important to get vaccinated in order to stop the spread of the variants. But in immunosuppressed people, you might end up with a kind of chronic infection. In, again, I'm not saying this is real and this is what the thing is. I'm just saying this is part of the discussion that they're having in the media of what the origins are. It's interesting that they're overlapping it with AIDS and HIV um, and taking that into the picture. you might end up with a, a kind of a chronic infection in which the virus lingers for a month or so it continued and during that time the virus could actually dodge the immune system and accu- uh, accumulate more and more mutations right so they are arguing that it becomes like a, a laboratory. Uh, if this is even true, the virus just replicating over and over in a person's body because the immune system is not able to stop it. Africa should definitely be granted access to vaccine as vaccines as fast as possible. So this is the other side to this, right? There were it's apparently still uh, Bill Gates and these people and many of them that uh, holds the patents to. Pfizers and Modernas and stuff—they're—they're they're not. They're, there was a discussion in the past that they're going to give this up and just give all these countries, you know, free vaccinations and stuff, right? Um, again, that's why I think they bring up this discussion. It's because they want to try to mass vaccinate as many as possible, uh, and it's not a good uptake in, in in you know poorer countries. And of course, that's white people's fault, and now we are to blame and, and all that stuff. And We're selfish. We've heard all that, right? Um, so the solution here. Technically, would be, well, let these vaccine companies or the patent holders give up the patent on it, begin mass producing it in these areas, and then give it to them, right? You'd think. Uh, but, oh, no, that's not happening. Uh, this is being rolled out in Western countries. This is for Hawaii, if you will. And they don't give a shit about these other countries, even then when are potentially internal own discussions in, in media and scientific circles says, oh, it turns out that uh, all these new uh, variants are popping up in immunocompromised people. And that happens to be in people that have H- uh, HIV or AIDS, uh, you'd think that and that they will clamor to come to the rescue, uh, but it will not because again, new variants means means more vaccines and more boosters. In other words, this is a problem that they don't want to solve, and the vaccines wouldn't solve it. Don't get me wrong; that's the driver of it, and that's the problem. But I'm saying the world being scared into submission by some other n- new dumb variant is is a, is a very uh, you know advantageous, advantageous, beneficial. Um, Aspect to them and and to this to this plan of the Great Reset, the fourth industrial revolution, total control and globalization. Right. So interesting that uh, they're discussing some of this uh, in the Israeli press. So here's uh, Tedros Gebrasis talking about how we all basically need to globalize uh, because uh, because Omicron and COVID.
6: The time has come for countries to agree on a common binding approach to a common threat that we cannot fully control nor prevent a threat that comes from our relationship with nature itself
3: and then i'd say ah nature i'm not so sure about that i think uh maybe this is something else but uh oh well that's what they're pushing uh so you see globalism is always the answer and of course closing borders and nationalism and taking care of these things uh, you know, close off travel, then do something, right? Remember the, again the Biden, the Biden, <laughs> the Biden uh, you know, banning these African countries and stuff. Now that was not a problem. Trump did it. It was xenophobic and racist and a big, big problem, right? But uh, anyway, a little bit different thing here, uh, which is kind of interesting. But uh, people did the anagrams, right? Moronic Omicron and you know all this stuff. There's always a message here. Now, I'm not saying I'm not saying all of this is always intentional. I'm saying uh, if you're a believer in like. Um, there's small parts containing the whole, and this might sound New Agey, but uh, if you will, uh, holographic, or there's um, uh, there, there's there's going to there's going to be ways that things get out. That's that's above the control level. Some of it might be messages. I'm not saying that. Some of it might be very you know symbolic and so forth too. There is a concerted effort to, you know, use symbols and use uh, uh, you know trickery and stuff, right? But it's not always that. Sometimes it's a higher, whatever you want to call it, right? A higher function. This could be mass consciousness. This could be things just truth wants out, and sometimes it finds a way. But this is an interesting anagram that someone did of Delta and Omicron. Remember, they skipped the new drill, didn't take off, didn't become a thing. And then they skipped the, the uh, XI, I think the, the Greek said. I was corrected by email. I'm trying to remember that now. I think XI, uh, oh, yeah, XI was uh, what the Greek says. Um, but you, when you look at it, it spells Qi, right? Uh, like the Chinese <laughs> uh, leader. Anyway, so the Delta and Omicron, that's the two big ones back to back. Check this out. Bad music here, but just look at the video. Yeah, bad music. Sorry about that. I should play something else. on that.
9: There are no coincidences.
3: There you go. Media control. <laughs> Alrighty. righty. Uh, <coughs> Make of that what you will. Interesting, eh? It always finds a way. Brought to you by Pfizer. Every single time. Uh, Den mother says... Uh, FWIW, what does that stand for again? I gotta look that one up. It's, uh, it's out of my league. Uh, I understand that Shaga Mushroom is very effective in keeping the weapons at bay. I've been taking one gram for a day, several months, along with a multi-mushroom supplement as well. Uh, yeah, was it... Um, What's his name again? Uh, David Avocado. um, What's his last name? (laughs) I forget. Yeah, He goes by Avocado, middle name. He has some good memes uh, on his Telegram. Some funny memes. But yeah, he talks about the shaga mushroom and mushroom proteins and stuff like that, too. I haven't looked into it much, but that's interesting if you uh, think that's uh, working and stuff. And I don't think we're talking about that uh, psychoactive kind, by the way. This is actually like medicinal, just straight up. Uh, Thank you, Dead Mother. Black Phillips says, I'm doxing myself a little about my sister. Knows patient zero with Omicron, Omicron personally. Interesting, she said it's overblown totally. She was tested before leaving South Africa and somehow uh, got it on her flight. Interesting. So I was going to so this is the headline I'm showing here. Um, maybe she's uh, maybe she knows then the, uh, the the doctor here, right? The Angelique Cortes Cortesi or something. I forget how you pronounce that. But uh, but this is uh, that's an interesting t- uh, point there, uh, Black Phillip. But yeah, but yes, I mean it, it, it's it, of course it's overblown. That's what that's what it's going to be. And again, the the higher transmissibility of this thing, the more infectious it is. The most likely conclusion of that is that then it's not as deadly as well, because otherwise patients would become so sick that they can't get out in the world and travel. They would actually be sick and die before that point. And the more deadly it is, the more. Infectious, it will be because people are again succumbing to it quickly. More severe. That's why you don't see these like Ebola thing just take off like crazy because people are like one person gets it, they literally can't go anywhere and they just stay and they die within what a few days. I'm not sure how how long it takes with Ebola, but you get my point, right? So it's like a trade-off. It would be if if any of this is ever would be real with a real actual pandemic, then I would assume there's something in the in, in between range. Unless it's something that can, what, stay in your body and be in there for a long time, and then then it uh, uh, you know blooms so to speak, then it takes you know takes the life of the person that it uh, is 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 in and so forth. Uh, South African doctor who first spotted the COVID Om- Omicron variant says symptoms seem mild so far. Listen to the first minute here. Hopefully, there's no ad here. Let's see. All right, here we go
2: is one of the first doctors to uncover the new strain that is Dr. Anjali Kotsi.
3: Kotsi, Anjali Kotsi, that's right. And she was downplaying this, good for her right away. Like, calm down, this is a storm in a teacup. We played that Friday, right? ...person
2: of the South African Medical Association and somebody who we should all be listening to right now. Doctor, I really appreciate you joining us uh, this morning. An important interview, I hope we have the time. I was publishing stuff from you and some of your colleagues
7: on Twitter yesterday and over the weekend. I saw Professor Salim Kareem saying that current
2: vaccines may actually still be effective against Omicron. Uh, well, I don't buy that. Omicron, from your vantage point, what
3: do... Remember how, the go- remember how the goalpost has moved on this, the vaccine efficiency and stuff, and they've been forced to admit that it's just like, <laughs> it's like from 100%, but virtually like 99% effective down to uh, basically it's not effective. And we're going to need uh, new shots and new boosters and new uh, variants
2: of the, of the vaccine. We know right now and what might the world and some world leaders be getting wrong
9: Uh, good morning and uh, good morning to all your viewers out there so yeah that's a very interesting question so there's two things that uh, we can look at it from two angles the one is what do we know is um what are we as clinical practitioners or family practitioners see on ground level and what are our current ICU status. And then on the other hand, the other angle is, what are the um, uh, scientists seeing and and their experience? Because it's two, uh, I want to say it's actually two worlds. One is a scientific world and the other one is the clinical world. So um, at this stage, um, what we are observing um, is mild cases. Um, As in this morning, I already saw three cases. But all three children um, under the age one, the oldest was 13, and then an, a 10 year old, and I think yeah. the other one is seven years old. So, mild um, cases, again, to easily treated at home. The cases that we have seen last week and the week before last week, also mild cases. Mild. Um, yep. So, we are looking for the, se- se- the severe cases because the severe cases is what's going to say we are in trouble. Uh, I presume that might come yep. later but not now now it's mild symptoms easily treated at home
3: all right well there you go there she has it. will it be severe later i, I don't know about that it, it's uh highly unlikely i think she's protecting herself a little bit she can't just be too you know bold about this she would just be <laughs> shot down i assume uh, but at least for now it's 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 mild what are you doing calm down here's, here's another clip uh, with the same lady here
9: looking at the mildness of the symptoms that we are seeing currently there's no reason for panicking as we don't see severely ill patients. I also checked with the hospital, some of the hospitals in my area, and one of the biggest hospitals, they only have one patient currently that's COVID positive on a ventilator, and they don't even know whether it's COVID, uh, you know, it's Delta or whether it is um, Omicron related. We acknowledge that it might change going forward. But the hype, that's been created currently out there in the media and worldwide doesn't correlate with the clinical picture Um, and it doesn't warrant to just cut us off from any traveling and ban South Africa as if we are the villains in the whole process. Should not be like that.
3: Yep, oh, there you go. Yep, exactly. So at least some common sense <laughs> you know, from the person who actually discovered it, but they never listen to the people who, like have a hand in things, right? Same way they don't listen to the guy behind the PCR test, same way they don't listen to uh, the guy behind the mRNA vaccine technology, you know, all these kinds of things, right? Um, so we have some more here. Here's some more crazy, uh, let me see here. Well, we had this and this, is, I've, I searched for this and this is very hard to confirm. Some people said that they try to cover you know their asses with saying, "Here's a new variant, and it will give you all these these new symptoms, all these new symptoms." Right now, I searched for this, you know, symptoms of new Omicron variant of coronavirus. I have included the B one one five two nine etc. And then within parentheses, I did this, the highlighted portion, and I could not find the source. So maybe this is bullshit. Maybe someone just made it up. You always have to take that with a grain of salt too, right? But anyway, according to this screenshot, uh, they said here. Let me go back actually here. It's easier to see there. Um, symptoms that include a number of heart-related complications may occur, including heart failure, arrhythmias, heart inflammation, and blood clots. <laughs> I mean, that would be amazing if they included that. I mean, I, I know that they have included like myocarditis in, in, in like the COVID nineteen symptoms and stuff like that. But then, of course, we know that that's. Uh, you know, driven by the vaccine, that that's the major cause of, of, of that and so forth, right? And even if there was some v- v- natural version of that, Im- right, there's layers to the discussion here. But even if that was a- an issue, it's not as severe, right? Peter McCullough talked about this. He's actually a heart, you know, he specializes in, in heart issues and stuff like that, right? Um, okay, so... Uh, here's another example of, of like how vaccine drives things, right? Majority of mumps cases are among the vaccinated CDC finds. This is uh, just from today, actually. As many as 94% of children and adolescents who contracted the highly contagious virus had been vaccinated. Okay, well, what the hell is it doing then, right? There's all these kinds of new diseases that have been introduced since vaccines were introduced. One of them that I heard about just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, was peanut allergies. Apparently, peanut allergies did not really in any significant way exist before, uh, well, again, the timeline here is you could pinpoint it to when the mass vaccination campaigns really took off and started, right? And uh, it turns out that they include in many vaccines, they had peanut oil for some reason, which of course then would uh, stand to reason that uh, people would develop a, uh, a problem uh, with that there's all, all kinds of other issues right it's generally I think uh, Sam Bailey went through that in the video too it's generally a better living standard and uh, health and hygiene and these kinds of things more access to uh, you know food better food and so forth now we're in decline again you know because of the food and because of topsoil depletion so that might, might be one of the reasons why we're seeing a reintroduction of certain illnesses and so forth uh, you know stepping outside of the paradigm of pinning this on viruses right Um, But so that's uh, that's interesting. And so so things happen when you introduce vaccines that are not good. And that's not even speaking about the side effects of the actual vaccine. I I guess it would technically uh, be a side effect. But here's uh, CNBC host. uh, What's his name again? Jim Cramer uh, from Mad Money, turning uh, completely lunatic mad uh, regarding this new variant. Um, Universal vaccine mandates. and, And in fact, we need the military to come out. Listen to what he said here. Lord knows what
7: happened if you didn't partake. But back then, anyone who refused to get vaccinated would get ratted out immediately because we knew that person could hurt other people. The commonweal was a a commonweal. Now we're engaged in a similar struggle with COVID and Eisenhower would be aghast. We have immunocompromised people who are incubators for every variant to come, walking around lawfully unvaccinated. That's psychotic. We have companies that have tried hard to get people vaccinated and now backing down. We have governors who want to be president by grandstanding on a foolish state's right issue. The right to get sick and get other people sick. So it's time to admit that we have to go to war against COVID. Require vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. And even then, you need to help in the war effort by staying home until we finally beat this thing
3: lunatic. Complete madness, right? That's what you're getting now in the media, right? Uh, no, you know, I'm, I'm not surprised. This is what they'll keep pushing. It's just you round them all up, right? And it's happening now. It's going to happen now in Austria, right? We'll talk about that in a moment, too. Uh, here is Forbes uh, that end up changing their little article here. Steve Salzberg said uh, in the currently deleted one in no, on November 29th, he said, yes, the vaccine changes your DNA a tiny bit and that's a good thing. And that became a little bit too much. So then he had to backpedal and say, COVID vaccines don't alter your DNA. They help choose cells to strengthen your immune response. Okay, good. So, you know, this is what they're doing. If there's anybody responsible for confusion and stuff, it's the mainstream media, right? The flip-flopping and stuff like that, right? Here's the ArcGard version again. Uh, yes, the vaccine changes your DNA a tiny bit. And that, of course, that's what the Swedish study or the study from Umio University showed. Uh, as well, that it does penetrate into your cell nucleus. I'm not supposed to do that. Alters all kinds of things, and that's uh, a very bad thing. It's actually not a good thing. Uh, That's uh, uh, horrible when it comes to potential cancer rates and so forth in the future. Uh, And then they change it to this now. COVID vaccines don't alter your DNA. They help choose cells to strengthen your immune system. Okay, there you go. Uh, Thank you for that clarification. Do appreciate that. Here is what they're doing in Virginia uh, right now uh, with their little... uh, Vaccination campaign. Look at this.
9: The state of Virginia also sends vaccination buses directly to schools to get the jab out to as many kids as possible.
3: Hey, kid, you want to you want a candy? You want to come in my bus? <laughs> that's, that's literally what's up. Uh, uh, Virginia is the spot, I guess. I think Virginia has one of the highest uh, child kidnapping rates. Uh, and of course, that's due to uh, uh, Washington, D.C., which uh, totally uh, has not have a history with things like the finders. You know, like that report that they released a while back. You know, there were totally no tunnels under there and think That's that's a complete delusion. All those kids made it up, and those agents too that investigated they all made that up. It totally didn't happen. Uh speaking of kids, here is uh Quebec weird ad campaign uh to get kids vaccinated for or against, I guess, COVID nineteen. <laughs> Okay, that's how you're gonna do this. So I'm saying, kids are literally being pointed out as the, 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 the problem here, the dangers, the carriers, uh, the villains, right? And if you don't get, if you don't get those kids vaccinated, they will be monsters that will consume you, right? Wow, Quebec, who knew, huh? Um, well, here's more uh, TV shows to enjoy for your children. Here's uh, from Irish uh, TV. I forget what this is called. It's like uh, One Live or whatever it's called. Uh, check out this latest uh, little, little Christmas edition here. Uh, of What you can do to rope your kids uh, into this thing uh, with, with masking and PCR tests and all these things, right?
8: Alone so with these, the be alone. <laughs> if the doll and your little toys are wearing masks, yes. it's just giving them that it's 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 okay, it's like a way it's normal. Because wet, if right? you take little Ruby here, and this is from a baby sock, okay. So what I've done is just, and there's a YouTube tutorial for oh. everything, guys. That's just a sock, okay. You know those random socks that come out of yeah. the wash without a pair. So you cut off, and it's actually very very quick and simple. You cut off the toe part of your sock okay and you're left then with this little bit of a heel cut down the side opposite the heel so it would open like this ah that's very smart back over and down and then put another cut a couple of centimeters in from the edge and not the full way through and you've got yourself a little dollier toy so is this like you then Nearly saying to them, look, this is fun. Wearing masks
3: are fun. Well, Let's that's right. Let's it's fun, fun to
8: wear masks, uh, kids. It's fun. Play. It's how they make sense of challenging life experiences. And this introduction of masks is exactly one of those. But calm, clear, consistent messaging is key. And being able to put the mask on Ruby and take her up and see it's still Ruby under there. Allows yeah. me just to play with it. <laughs> sure. So that's kind of for younger children than nine-year-olds. That oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some nine-year-olds. It okay. really is developmental age over chronological. The other thing I'd say is, see your little Q-tip here. Something that so many children are heading into PCR testing and everything with these numbers is that we would also play at home with our tickle test and doing Q-tip uh, testing so that and, we n- yeah. normalize it and sort of demystify that whole normalize thing it. where I might put a mask on and be the person in the you know, the outfit. You're, they're going to see it there and go, okay, and tilt your head and mm-hmm. here. So, oh, it's all done. You're very
2: good it's just to yeah. play with it. Yeah. And
8: don't forget our little kids who aren't wearing masks are now going to see not only their um, teachers and adults, they're maybe they're seeing and siblings sisters, and yeah. other school children. So even though they're not wearing them, it is important to know Normalize them, and even get your little child-friendly nice. kind of. And this one has a nice um little—I was going to call it a pipe cleaner, but you know, when those little bendy bits yeah. at the top—to encourage that kind of and we squeeze at the, the top There's for that nose. nice tight uh, bit. So we've got lots of
3: <sighs> Ireland. I tell you, Ireland. What? What the hell? What the hell happened? Right? they'll happen in Ireland. What are they doing? What are you guys doing? Whatcha doing there? Um, this is, let me s- make this a little bit bigger so you guys can see here. This is another one, uh, poster here from Ireland. Remember we showed a while back, we showed the, and it's from the same one, the Health, uh, I'm sorry, Government of Ireland, Health Ministry, right? They had this just straight up like, uh, side effects of the vaccine was death threat or you could die from it. Um, immunity status regarding boosters. Um, They have six already on there. Look at that. (laughs) They just with two check boxes, right? How many are you going to leave room for? Remember the I think it was the French app. People went into the code to check. They had made room for eight, eight shots total. I mean, this will this will this will never go on. It will never end. It will go on around forever, and that's basically what they have said as well. Uh, You know, people will just it will just keep going. It will just keep going. Um, Staying in Ireland. For little bit look at this clip here here is a, a presumably a lab worker that's working on a uh, where are we here here we are a lab worker is working uh, we don't know who did it but all we see is a a a sign on one of the the equipment that they're using it could be a sequencer so i'm not sure what that what it is uh but it spells out help <laughs> <laughs> for some reason look look at this here here's a segment
2: shot by the middle of next month the three coalition leaders will meet with nefer tomorrow to discuss the omicron variant and the overall COVID situation my sense for the health officials is there was you see, it? see situation
3: do you guys see that <clears throat> right on the tape right there or, or with with the tape help Maybe it's hard when i'm zooming in more you guys see that why are they writing that on there? Did they Did they know that that was going to be in the TV? <laughs> help for from, from what? For what? Uh, I hope you guys can see that. Okay, it's it kind of faint. So maybe change the contrast or something. I think you guys can see that. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty. Let me see if I can lower that a bit. Is that any better? No, it's not really. There, can you see? If I do the contrast right there, you can see it, right? Help, you see it? <laughs> All right, buddy. Sure. We'll, uh, we'll try to help you. Uh, going over to France for a moment as we uh, move in through the various European countries. Uh, here's the cops showing up at uh, when you're out eating uh, dinner to check uh, that you have all the, your uh, correct uh, paperwork. Here.
4: <laughs>
3: it's the new normal now. Just your average day going out to the restaurant in France will show us your uh, <clears throat> shows your, shows your vaccine uh, permit. Uh, and otherwise, of course, they would uh, arrest you, presumably. We'll talk about Austra- uh, Sorry, Austria here in a moment, uh, the fines and stuff for unvaccinated that's coming. Before we do that, let's uh, look at the EU commissioner, the European Commission uh, head, rather uh, Ursula von-, von der Leyen, talking about what she would do, what she prefers to do if if she personally could choose when it comes to the strategy, when it comes to the vaccination of every single European. Uh, Listen to this here.
10: So first of all, this is pure member state competence. Therefore, in respect to that, um, it's not me to give any kind of recommendation. If you're asking me what my personal position is, um, two or three years ago, I would never have thought to witness what we see right now, that we have this horrible pandemic. We have the vaccines, the life-saving vaccines, but they are not being used adequately everywhere. And thus, this costs, of course, an enormous or this is an enormous health cost coming along. If you look at the numbers, we have now 77% of the adults in the European Union vaccinated. Jeez. or If you take Jesus. the whole population, too much. it's 66%. And this means one third of the European population is not vaccinated. Good. These are 150 few, million people. This is
3: 150 million. We can uh, we can work with that, right? 150 million people. It's not it's not too bad. I think you genetically, you need something like 44,000 people or something. Or was it 4,400? I forget what it was. But uh, as long as you keep track, I guess you could reboot, uh, <laughs> reboot civilization and the population numbers with that. Anyway, I, uh, I digress. 150 million people. I hope they stand, uh, stand their ground and, and hold the line. A
10: lot. And not each and everyone can be vaccinated. So there are very small children, for example, or people with special medical conditions. But the vast majority could. And therefore, I think um, it is understandable and appropriate to lead this discussion now um, how we can encourage and potentially think about mandatory vaccination um, within the European Union. This needs discussion. This needs um, a common approach, but it is a discussion that I think has to be led.
3: So more globalism, mandatory shots for everybody, and you know it's going to be pushed at some point. Now I think that's what vastly overstepping the boundary. I I think that will be. It doesn't mean short term that this will be easy for people, and and, and it won't. But long term, that would be a. For their system and for for their way of of like how they run. Our countries and society and these institutions and organizations and stuff—it would be a, a, a death sentence for that. That's that's what I sincerely believe. I, th- I think it's vastly overstepping. It—it's kind of like the situation in Austria now, and then Germany is kind of nibbling on this idea too, of forcefully, you know, uh, forcefully mandate, you know, mandating the, the the vaccine for, by, by force, right? I, okay, I, actually, I'll take it back. So, so for now, they're not saying. We will haul you off and, and forcefully vaccinate you. But I'm saying that it will be if you don't take it, you will you will have fines. You will be imprisoned. That's a, that's a for, that's force, right? That's by force by trying to coerce you, by force you into taking this thing so that you won't be fined forever and that you won't be locked up, right? So here's the story: Here uh, Austrians who refused to take a mandatory COVID-19 vaccine before a government-imposed deadline face prison sentences and huge compounding, compounding fines for non-compliance and and again i think it's a test in this in sense of if they truly believed in this why didn't they do this immediately right like on day one like oh that's it it's now mandatory or face fines instead i think what was it uh was it at the end of january or was it at the end of february next year um i forget the exact date as i'm sorry february one that's that's the date why didn't they do it right away because they want to try to to force you to go there right to to get you to f- submit before they have to do the actual enforcement of it that's what i think it is after initial placing the unvaccinated under lockdown a policy that completely failed chancellor alexander schallenberg and again again the um not that he was very good on this but uh, uh alexander curse right he was replaced was it alexander too wasn't it I think it was Alexander Kurz, something Kurz. Se- no, sorry, Sebastian Kurz. The previous prime minister was wrapped up into some corruption scandal and he uh, resigned. I, that felt like it was obviously part of just kind of getting him out of the way. And then as soon as this guy came in, all the hell broke loose with these kinds of nutty things, right? So Schallenberg announced that the jab would become compulsory from February 1. Questions as to what would happen to those who still refuse to take it have now been answered in the form of a draft that was leaked to the media. Under the bill, anyone who refused to attend a scheduled vaccination appointment would receive an official summons from local authorities. If an individual failed to show up, they would then be summoned one more time within the next four weeks. Should the second official request be ignored as well, the the person would face a fine of 3,600 euros, that's in current exchange rate, about 4,061 US dollars, or four weeks in prison. The fine would increase to 7,200 euros, or about $8,000 for those who have already been fined twice for violating the vaccine requirement. I mean, this is just, this is insane Shit right here. I just, I don't see them winning doing this. Now, they clarify no one will be forcefully brought to a vaccination center to get jabbed against their will. Although, rest assured, they will be forcibly placed behind bars if they continue to refuse. If it passes, the legislation will stay in place for, hang on to your pantaloons, ladies and gentlemen, three years. That means you will be I would assume successively. I mean that I thought even then I think it would probably be depending on the, what what dumb variants are out then the Omega the, the uh, Andromeda strain whatever whatever nebula there that they'll be named after it will probably just keep going. But it's presumably even from that perspective then it will be. Force you will be in prison for fourteen weeks. Then we'll get out again. You'll get a new summons, and then you got a second summons, and then you will f- fail to show up for that. Then another four weeks in jail. I would assume, unless you pay the money. So anyhow, you can just pay the money, though. That means if you're wealthy enough, you could just pay pay them off, right? If you have, I don't know what uh, what would that be. Uh, it's compounding though, so who knows how much that will be at the end of it. But, but let's just say you have a hundred thousand euros lying around. I, I assume you could just pay them off. If you got money, you can get out of it um yeah so if you can be you if it passes the legislation will stay in place for three years with the government deciding if having recovered from COVID 19 is a reasonable exemption that's right so they've removed that they had that for a while now they've removed this right Uh, only pregnant women and children under the age of 12 in addition to those who face quote a danger to life or health by getting the vaccine Will be exempt. That isn't that everybody. <laughs> you can li- anybody literally could die of taking the vaccine. Uh, that's part of the risks. The bill will also make regular booster shots compulsory. With tens of thousands of protesting taken to the streets of Vienna in recent weeks, expect unrest to grow. That's right. Um, there will be riots. It will be massive riots across Europe. If they, if they push this, and if uh, Ur- Ursula von der Leyen pushes through on this, and if they do it, um, I don't know, maybe that's what we need. I, I don't know, something's got to wake up uh, the European man. I mean, it's, there's no doubt about it. Um, James Fitzger- Fitzgerald, good to see you, sir, says uh, the first book attributed to Ireland was literally called the Book of Invasions. The first book attributed to Ireland was literally called The book of invasions. I didn't know that. We've literally withstood thousands of years of continuous invasion, so don't give up on the Irish quite yet. No, I mean I I, I haven't, but it's just the the media. I mean it's the same in every Western country. We know that, right? But like the 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 it's like Sweden, whatever. Like, but the cuckery in the media and the, just the groveling and the 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 the, the way that they folded right we talked about this with uh john waters when we had him on the show too about like what happened and how quickly they did the gay marriage thing and the abortion thing and it's just like you know boom 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 like one domino after another and and here they are on the front lines of of you know the the the, the jabbing right okay thank you uh james as well good to see you as always thank you for the the dono um all right. What do we have here? Uh, Jacinda Arden, let's take a look at this. We're going to move on to Ghislaine Maxwell here soon, so I do need to put a colon. on. Check this out.
9: And importantly, because I know this is a question many Aucklanders have, you can now see family and friends again in their homes and use the bathroom inside. Nice. Luxury.
3: Can now use the bathroom if you're inside. How about that? Fantastic. We, uh, we thank you, dear leader. Uh, for allowing us to use the bathroom if we go to uh, a family's, a family or friend's house, that's very kind of you. Uh, okay. Uh, let me see what else we had here. Uh, yeah, Austria. Okay, so uh, Australia. Teenagers from remote northern territories community arrested after escaping from Howard Springs COVID quarantine facility. Now, maybe that's the footage that we showed. I think in last Wednesday's show, I showed footage of someone jumping the fence. And it turns out, if you read the story, that we're not even testing positive, of course. But yeah, you get arrest these people for actually breaking out of these uh, lunatic camps that they're building for people. Uh, Australia declares war on trolls. We've kind of commented on this before, too. But basically, uh, to summarize it real quick, they're basically wanting to end anonymous usage of the Internet. And they want to unmask uh, everybody who comments uh, so that they can stop uh, you know, what they call offensive comments uh, or make them pay. Defamation fines if they're able or refuse, uh, to refuse uh, to to uh, uh, be unmasked, basically. Uh, good stuff, right? Let me play this video here too. We I want to show quickly too the vaccine schedule of, of a country like Canada. We talk about diseases and illnesses and stuff like that too. Check out the the, the increase in the vaccine schedule here uh, from the 1950s all the way up to today, 2020, right? And of course, some of these then are brought back, right? So like the, the mumps thing, they just <laughs> tested positive for that again. Uh, it's uh, it's not hilarious because it's uh, this is uh, actually very, very sick. Uh, people are more sick than ever, uh, getting more and more uh, sicker and weird symptoms and issues and s- weird things from autism to s- Asperger's and, and those kinds of mental cognitive kind of issues, right? To all kinds of... Uh, You know, ailments and and, uh, intolerances and uh, food and stuff like that, right? Uh, But that's crazy, right? And I forget what age this is too, by the way. Many of these are just like, you know, week after week after week of like newborn are just going to be injected with all these things. And again, the adjuvants is just uh, horrific if you look at some of that stuff, right? Uh, Absolutely crazy, right? Um, So speaking of that, uh, of just where we might be heading, quick TikTok video here that someone... uh, put on telegram I forget who regarding some uh, interesting shipments right uh, just uh, just look at this one see if we can see what uh, what's going on here
10: All
5: right. a lot of people talking on that ship
3: here you go tell me what this says ASP cadaver bag adult Plastic, straight zipper, thirty-six inches by ninety inches. There's ten in each box. There's a lot of boxes.
7: I can't do it all. I want to get in trouble.
3: <clears throat> what do you think about that? I don't know. I found it uh, found it on the uh, on the internet here. ASP Medical Cadaver Bags and Kits uh i don't know we've seen this before we've seen the, the you know the fema coffins and all that stuff <laughs> you, know, you make of it what you will i mean i know people die i know these are part of reality people are shipping them out but i guess the the person uploading this was alluding to like oh i'm i'm receiving it it's an it's a uh a, an, an exceptional amount of cadaver bags that's being uh, bought and shipped out from where i'm working you know kind of thing right so we'll see yeah capping someone says is b- bullshitting yeah people think i'm capping uh, thank you for the clarification there. Um, all right, so so I don't know, uh, make of that what you will, but uh, maybe someone uh, knows that they're going to be needed. The World Economic Forum in Davos calls off their uh, open forum following death threats. Could you believe such a thing could ever happen? Well, that's uh, that's very tragic. Uh, we definitely don't want <clears throat> to don't wanna see anything like that. All right, so Gillian Maxwell. Uh, sex trafficking trial, of course, have begun. Here's uh, how Bloomberg reported on this out the gates. Um, it's said to be that one of the biggest meat in the big, <laughs> one of the biggest of the Me Too era. But the jury may have to grapple with a unique question Is Maxwell herself a victim? That's right. It turns out Maxwell is the victim. And immediately, of course, you've seen. A lot of groveling. Here's uh, uh, Fox News uh, on some of this groveling, and of course they're going to. I can't remember they're going very much to, let's say, written houses. I mean, this is the, the, the part of the big story here is just the, the, the to- essentially the total blackout by the mainstream media. Not not everywhere, you know. Here's a Fox story. There's some there's some here and there, right? But just the implications of it, what it means, all the people involved, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, but they're like, you know, going to her brother, and you know, oh, she's being unfairly treated. Let's like, so uh, check out how they are covering this here. Well, she's the British socialite tied to Jeffrey Epstein. It begins this morning. Jeffrey, uh, uh, I'm sorry, she's the British socialite. The, even the wor- even the wording that they use to gaslight you into thinking that this woman has plays no, not even like allegedly or these are the crimes as he's charged with, like sex, child sex trafficking to pet pedophiles, right? No, it's just socialite good morning as opening statements get underway she
7: faces a six count federal indictment alleging that she conspired with epstein and aided in the sexual abuse of young girls between the years of 1994 and 2004 brian yannis live outside federal court lower manhattan on that case today brian good
2: morning
6: so good morning. The trial is underway. Court began at 8.30. They are finalizing jury selection, and then opening statements will begin in what's expected to be a six-week trial against British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell is the former girlfriend of billionaire and sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein faced additional sex trafficking and abuse charges with minors, but he killed himself in a jail cell before that trial began in 2019. Maxwell, a year later, was arrested and now she faces six federal sex trafficking charges which carry a maximum of 70 years in prison. Prosecutors say between 1994 and 2004, Maxwell recruited and groomed minors as young as 14 years old for Epstein to abuse. She is accused of befriending these girls, manipulating them to give Epstein sexualized massages and trafficking them between Epstein's mansions in Palm Beach, New Mexico and in New York. In some cases, Maxwell allegedly took part in the abuse. Maxwell's pled not guilty to all the charges. Her defense lawyers are going to try to discredit her users maxwell has spent the past 17 months inside a brooklyn federal jail cell her lawyers released this photo of her with a black eye from jail they've complained about inhumane conditions but she's been denied bail six times maxwell's brother says she's being scapegoated by u.s prosecutors hell-bent on holding someone accountable for epstein's crimes
3: totally not her fault she didn't do she didn't do nothing here's her brother on their watch in federal custody, theoretically under 24 7 guard, and they're taking it out on my sister. And that's just damn wrong.
6: At least four accusers are expected to take the stand against Maxwell.
3: Bill. Well, first of all, sorry, in chat, Eggstein, right? Uh, Ghislaine and Eggstein. <laughs> good, good ones. Um, um, <laughs> uh, Eggstein did not kill himself they just, you know, there's lie after lie after lie, and they keep peddling this. And you know, these are, well, this is, <clears throat> this is the official story, you know, kind of thing. Um, but how often did they go to like a family member like that? And it, did they do that with like Rittenhouse? And again, these cases are not even comparable, right? But it's like they're making excuses. Um, Geraldo, Geraldo uh, as far as I know, is another tribesman, comes to the defense of Ghislaine Maxwell. Big surprise. Come on, rumble. Let's go. No, uh, let me reload. Let's see. Ah, well, this is a bummer. Why can't I do that now? Hang on, hang on, guys. Yeah, VK is having issues. Is it an upload issue? Is it uh, internet traffic, thing? <clears throat> Sorry if you uh if the VK thing is breaking off there. All right, that's not loading for some reason. Let me uh let me try one more time. If it doesn't load, we'll uh, move on from that clip. But yeah, it, not not a big surprise. The point here is that uh, <laughs> there's a bunch of people and some people were pointing out Geraldo was one of the guys uh, on the uh on the play Yeah, rumble just completely wigged out here. Uh Grumble, yeah. So uh, there's a lot of people that are in these flight logs and they're very nervous right now and they don't know how to deal with this. Right. Uh, here's another guy. Check this out. Uh, Jordi Grieg, G- Jordi Grieg. I think that's how I pronounce it. The editor, actually, now the previous editor uh, of the Daily Mail um, hasn't been going that hard on Lane. And then, of course, it turns out that uh, uh, he was a good friend. Uh, of hers right seeing in multiple photos and stuff like that right there's a lot of media people swirling around these guys as well so just some quick uh, you know tweets here to underline that fact right and then of course he uh, uh, is ousted as editor of the Daily Mail is this uh, what a couple of days ago I think uh, well about a almost two weeks ago something like that right so very interesting there's a lot of cases like that right people I did see some good memes uh, online as well um, uh, Epstein's flight logs. Some some people did some compilations of of just some of these celebrities. There of course a lot of other people that you. Yeah, I think almost think the 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 science, all the scientists things, uh, guys that that joined up for this and and had a role in this or Epstein had a connection to them in some way. It's almost a, an even more interesting aspect, to be honest, uh, than just the celebrities. Uh, but the celebrities and the media people w- w- would, of course, be the incentive of why they would not want to cover any of this at all or talk about it or cover it up and stuff like that, right? Why Why is this not televised in the way that Kyle Rittenhouse trial was, for example? As far as I know, there's not even a phone number that you could call in like you could do in the Charlottesville trial here. It's like we're we're left with a, a handful of journalists in the courtroom who is then like live tweeting about this, essentially, right? Um Remember when Prince Andrew allowed his two besties to sit on Mummy and Daddy's throne during their private tour of Mummy's Castle, right? Um, here's um, Kevin Spacey, right with Gislaine Maxwell, and of course, he's been roped up in a lot of this stuff, too. Of course he Medal of Honors and all these kinds of things, right? He's being knighted and all that stuff. Uh, a lot of connections here, a lot of uh, influential people, celebrities, and stuff like that. The media isn't silent. Uh, isn't silent on sex trafficking or Ghislaine Maxwell because of the children or the victims. They're silent because of who the customers and predators are. Let that sink in. And that one said here too. You know, Jack Dorsey resigned. I don't. I think that's unrelated. Uh, but someone tried to make the connection here. Uh, the CEO of CNBC resigned. The CEO of Walmart resigned and stuff. It's almost like we saw those back in. The January 2020, like a record number of COs all all, uh, resigned at the same time or something like that. Um, Cashed out, by the way, massive amounts of money right at the right at the before the pandemic and the downturn came and stuff like that, too. Right, Uh, Allison Nathan, the uh, presiding uh, judge, the the gentleman over the Ghislaine Ghislaine Maxwell trial, apart from being appointed by Obama and possibly promote, I, I think, confirmed, not promoted by Biden. Uh, is allegedly a member of the secret society Quill and Dagger. Quill and Dagger is similar to the secret society Skull and Bones. Now, there's a lot of them at Yale. There's progressive ones. I forget what the name of that one is now. But there's uh, Lock and Key. Of course, as I mentioned, Skull and Bones. There's Quill and Dagger. This is this is very common, especially for judges. Even Schroeder, people pointed out that in the Rittenhouse case, uh, was a is a Freemason, right? And that's. It, in a way doesn't not that i mean that's it could be v- extremely worrying especially if there's some inside thing you know they have their own coded language and stuff regarding you know a, a, a brother in need and stuff i mean they, they they have stuff like that right apparently that supersedes anything right uh but um it's it's not it doesn't always mean all oh, that means they're in art and stuff i understand that but it's a very worrying aspect And a lot of them are part of these things. Judges, especially, are in the pocket of the system. They're part of the system. Uh, So this could go either way. I'm not sure how this, where this person is going to swing. But she apparently already had exclude this person uh, has excluded a lot of material already that was seen as uh, like unfair uh, towards Ghislaine Maxwell and stuff like that, right? Um, Then you have the Comey connection too. Uh, why isn't the Ghislaine Maxwell trial being live-streamed like we've done with other high-profile cases? Also, I find it interesting that Maureen Comey is the lead prosecutor against Ghislaine Maxwell. If the name sounds familiar, that's because Maureen is James Comey's daughter, right? So it's all incestuous. They're all weaved in this together. Uh, here is one of the reports from uh, uh, today. Is this uh, this is NBC or something? Um, where the youngest accuser takes a stand... Uh, in the trial. And of course, we don't have any direct footage and stuff. All we have is basically uh, cartoons and hearsay from mainstream media journalists. So take everything with a grain of salt. Uh, but let's check out the report on this here.
4: Maxwell's trial taking a disturbing and at times emotional turn when one of the four alleged victims in the case took the stand, testifying under the pseudonym Jane. Jane telling the court she was frozen in fear the first time Jeffrey Epstein sexually abused her at his pool house in Palm Beach. I had never seen a penis before. I was terrified and felt gross. Jane says she was 14, eating ice cream with friends at a summer camp for gifted young artists when Maxwell and Epstein first approached her. That meeting, Jane says, leading to years of alleged grooming and alleged abuse, including sexual encounters with Epstein, other women, and Maxwell. Maxwell has pleaded not guilty to six sex trafficking counts, spanning a decade-long period between 1994 and 2004. Her defense team noting Jane only met with law enforcement after Epstein's death, telling the jury she was looking for money from a victim settlement fund. Give us some
6: room, guys. What are, you, what are you going to be saying
4: later? Larry Vysosky told the court he recalled meeting Jane when she was a passenger on Epstein's private jet, remembering her piercing powder blue eyes. For 30 years, Vysosky flew Jeffrey Epstein.
3: Yep, they like they like, they like like those traits now, don't
4: they? And his rich and famous guests around the world. Those flights often included Ghislaine Maxwell, who Vysosky described as Epstein's number two and his go-to person to handle everything else that was not business-related with his company company. Vysosky naming notable figures he'd flown aboard Epstein's plane in the past, including Bill Clinton, Donald Trump and Prince Andrew, none of whom are alleged to have committed any wrongdoing in this trial. Visosky later testified he never believed underage girls were aboard and never saw any sexual activity on the plane. It's worth noting that another...
3: Well, he's busy driving, piling company. the Ronis plane.
4: Jew-free alleged that she was abused by Prince Andrew. That's something that Prince Andrew has repeatedly denied. Craig, back to you. force.
3: Yeah, yeah, yep, of course. No, they, I mean, they're totally guilty. It's, it's just... it's, it's. Uh, this could just be a, a, a fake mock trial of sorts, and they might even pivot towards, like, she's the, you know, she's the victim here and all that kind of stuff. It's very... Ah, it's very aggravating getting this on, on secondhand, uh, you know, terms and accounts and stuff like that. It, does anybody know maybe even tra- is transcript readily available? I think some of them are at least. I, I think they should be, right? So at least in posts, but I'm not sure if they're released every day or if it's later on or something. Right. Uh, but here's an interesting other little aspect here. Did you know Ghislaine Maxwell has two sisters named Christine and Isabella Maxwell or Isabelle Maxwell. Together, they created a software that works on the intelligence database of the FBI, CIA, and the DEA. So we literally have two of the daughters of a Mossad spy, Robert Maxwell, working as spies for U.S. intelligences and, provi- and and other agencies there too, by the way, and providing software to the FBI to help with espionage, while the younger sister is a massive sex trafficker and was recently captured by the FBI. Now, what do you think of her capture? So there's the, a picture there of... Uh, christine and is isabel i saw this real quick before we we came on live so i haven't looked up what software it is so i want some more specifics of that uh so i'll look into that but uh they, they did have uh, a piece in uh, uh the cut about this G- gillane maxwell's twin sisters have their own wild stories right so i was going to look into the what they've been doing but all a, a lot of them are tied in they just interviewed the brother as well robert Mac- maxwell right the uh, newspaper mogul or whatever they end up calling him. He was, I mean, 100%, he was a Mossad asset, right? He worked on a lot of different things for the Israeli government and stuff like that. He was basically taken out on his yacht. I'm not sure what the reasons for that, what he's overstepped it or whatever. Maybe Ryan Dawson can refresh down our memory again on why he actually, actually was taken out, Robert. Uh, definitely not an accident though let me tell you that much but so the the two sisters and the family had recently been kind of complaining to the to the UN as well that her like human rights were violated for being imprisoned and stuff like that they're trying to their best to like get her out like last minute here um, so that's an interesting thing of some of the stuff that's been uh, happening We'll keep following that and uh, and see what comes of the tr- uh, the trial. And of course, you are going to try to get some more details of what's actually being revealed in uh, day by day here as well. And again, there are some accounts that follow this on on Twitter. There's some, of course, you know, mainstream coverage of this, but it's very sparse and it's not at all the coverage uh, that we got with something like the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, you know case, uh, which is a, which is the big giveaway, right? Uh, Black BlackHilips says. Uh, actually, JP before that says, no, uh, Black Philip before that says, Lana mentioned that she's in contact with Brittany and Martin Sellner in Austria. Uh, you guys get to hear this vaccine mandates, madness, sorry, firsthand. They've been treated so badly, I hope they don't get thrown into KUF camp. Yeah, I'm not sure how they're going to uh, get out of that. But there's people like that, of course, that would be targeted, uh, like dissenters and stuff. I mean, it, again, I think uh, overall, at the end of the day, I think it's... Uh, I won't say that it's a good thing, but this vast, vastly overstepping their boundaries in this capacity is is kind of like what the kick in the ass that European man needs in a way. Uh, I'd say, and and uh, and if it comes to this, so be it. Then I mean, they're initiating this; they're showing just how crazy they are and, and what they're ready to do. up um, no one gets hurt by this, or, or you know, I don't want, don't want to see anybody imprisoned. I don't want to see people force forcefully at the end of the day vaccinated or anything crazy like that. Right. Um, but more people's got to wake up to what this is about, it, and that includes even people that chose to get vaccinated. By the way, that they should stand up for this too, and not run and hide and think that they're safe. Endless boosters for you. There's still going to be lockdowns. There's still going to be masks for you and restrictions and all these things. It's not comply. You cannot comply your way out of this. That's the that's the takeaway here. Uh, JP says, Henrik, the main prosecutor in the Gillian Maxwell uh, in the Gillian Maxwell trial. Uh, is United States Attorney Audrey Strauss? That's right. Yeah, 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 that's right. She has a Wikipedia page, and she is of the tribe. Yeah, I think I think we've mentioned that a couple of times. I forgot again, but yeah, this could this could parse in any way. It could be a complete show trial, um, and just a, a theater essentially. Uh, where they say, oh well, she was a victim, and you know, Epstein uh, did this to her too, and she was mind controlled, or you know, some to that effect, or bribed, or emotionally uh, taken advantage of, and so she was a, she was also a victim. She was also being raped. Uh, and she totally didn't traffic and help these girls to to uh, you know pay them off and lure them in with gifts and, and things like that. Totally didn't happen. Black Phillips says, Henrik, this trial is, s- itself is so bizarre. Maxwell is only being charged with trafficking, but not with being a pet herself. Girls have accused her of raping them herself, but media is ignoring it. Yeah, and I think the uh, why they couldn't run with that case is strange. I would assume that this would be... Up to someone like uh, Virginia Guffray Roberts, right? Wouldn't she be the one who is like, "Well, no, that's what I'm going after her for." I, would say. I mean, i was saying maybe Virginia Guffray, Guffray was not raped by her personally. I, mean, I, I, I was she? Maybe she. There was something there, I think, but definitely other uh, girls. I forget what the case was with Virginia specifically about some of the other ones. Uh, she, yeah, I mean, she joined in in these orgies of the hell they had on the the. You know, Nightmare Island. Uh, Blunderbus says, what is the alt-light saying about the Ghislaine Maxwell trial? I actually don't know. I would assume that they're kind of all over this, I would assume, in a, in a way, right? Um, but that's, uh, that's something we look into, I guess, if we want an update on that. I I, I think the, the kind of neoconish uh, pro-Israeli uh, conservatives are... are uh, are mostly like uh, uh, covering this in some capacity, but not. But I wouldn't. But not in the same way that they did with Calvert Nels. and maybe that's because the implications lead much higher up the uh, the food chain, so to speak. All right, so we'll end with this uh, last thing here, last story, and then we'll wrap up. I've gone over time here already a little bit um the first living robots that can reproduce microscopic organisms made from frog cells assemble babies in their pac-man shaped mouths in breakthrough that could one day be used to destroy cancer cells so here's actually a little bit of footage of this they're calling them uh, xenobots 3.0 frog stem cells shaped using artificial intelligence will spontaneously replicate. They gather single cells inside a Pac-Man-shaped uh, mouth and releases babies. Self-replicating bio-robots could allow more personalized drug treatment. There's always about that drug treatment, is it not? Um, this is what, uh, you know, people like Craig Venter was working on, you know, synthetic biology. You invent new type of life forms. And they, of course, always begin with these single cell, you know, organisms and stuff like that, right, to design them in different ways. Um, this is from Tufts University at the University of Vermont, who have detailed their creation in a new study. Xenobots 3.0 followed the original xenobots reporting in 2020 as the first living robots. And Xenobots 2.0, which can self-propel by using hair-like legs called cilia and have the ability to keep memories. Interesting. We found xenobots that walk. We found xenobots that can swim. And now in this study, we've found xenobots that uh, uh, kinematically, ki- kinematically re- replicate said study author joshua bongard a computer scientist and robotics expert at the university university of vermont who discovered that there is a previously unknown space within organisms or living systems and its vast space xenobots will help computer designed organisms (coughs) excuse me (coughs) for intelligent drug delivery according to the team if we knew how to tell collections of cells to do um yeah if we knew how to tell collections of cell cells to do what we want them to do, ultimately that's regenerative, regenerative medicine. That's the solution to traumatic injury, birth defects, cancer, and aging. So one one of size fits all, perfect solution. We all just need to uh, inject ourselves with the synthetic life form, these uh, living biological uh, organisms and bots, and they're going to fix everything for us. It turns out, and of course, uh, designed by AI as well on top of it. Fantastic. Uh, looks like Pac-Man, I guess. Then. Pac- Pac-Man shaped parent organism in red besides the stem cells that have been compressed into a ball. This is called, called the offspring. Uh, the greens. I guess they don't actually plop something out. They change things, right? All right. Interesting. They continue with the crazy scientific stuff. I haven't gone through the whole article yet, but uh, <laughs> this is there we're, we're getting there, folks. The crazy... Uh, the crazy stuff, that uh, the, the transhumanist world that they want to bring us into. And it's all involving this. And it's all about injecting you or inserting something in you that's going to fix all your problems for you, right? Uh, all right, we'll end with uh, this little clip here. Uh, also, to make matters worse, uh, in the coming war here between the U.S. and uh, China, uh, now they're going to recruit your daughters as well. <laughs> By pfizer all right <clears throat> there you go good stuff so now uh the women are going to be drafted i guess too <sighs> amazing does it, it doesn't end does it all right <coughs> excuse me <laughs> i think i got something in my throat all right better <coughs> wrap up right there otherwise uh this will uh, keep going i do appreciate you joining us today thank you to everyone uh, who joined us over on entropy today thank you to you guys uh let me just double check make sure i didn't miss anything on odyssey hope you enjoyed the show uh, we will try to keep you uh, informed and updated on uh, the, all the crazy shit that's going on. And, of course, it's not to get you down or black pill. This is so that you can make the right decisions uh, for you, for yourself, for your family, for the people that you know. Uh, let me check these. There's a couple more on Odyssey here uh, before I miss those fancy pants with a, uh, uh, what is that, a, a doll? I think that's a Bitcoin uh, icon uh, sticker, basically. Thank you, fancy pants. Appreciate that. Um, Norse Nature says, I heard Omicron was sequenced and cataloged months ago, maybe July 2021, and it's just now being pushed to spread more fear. Hashtag Dark Winter. I, did, I have not heard that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I'm sure they have these things just lined up right one after another, uh, and they are usually 20 to 100 steps ahead of us, and we're always playing defense, which is something I'm tired of too. Uh, but we do have to kind of allow them to play out their hand because I think that they are uh, developing hubris. They just don't know when to stop. They're going to overstep their boundary and people are going to revolt. So stand your stand your ground, hold the line, never give in, and you cannot comply yourself out of this. Okay, always remember that. Velay say, blood clot me rust up. Thank you for that. Uh, Michael over on Odyssey as well. Thank you for the donation over there, Michael. Appreciate that. Michael57D says, Hail Henry, hail the Gods. Hail our Vogue. You make voting proud. Thank you. 14 words. Appreciate that, Michael. It was good to see you. Uh, Edward the Pale 89 says, Hail our ancestors. Thanks, Red Ice. Thank you so much. Yeah, always remember, they're watching down on you, seeing what you're doing. Uh, you make the right decisions. Do, don't do anything dumb and rash, but um, be brave. Stand up. Uh, think about the timing as well. So it's always going to be important as well. Uh, the white, the white fell DM. Is that the uh, correct name? Please enjoy this crypto wallet invite. Well, thank you. I don't know what that is, but it looks like Coinbase invite. So we can't, we're banned from Coinbase. I'm not going to use that, but I appreciate the, uh, the invite. though. <laughs> thank you for that. I'll check it out later. I think it's a video just a link uh, it's an internal library link. I think, but, but thank you for sending that. I'll check it out. Uh, I'm sure there's nothing we can use. For being, uh, you know, discriminated against uh, when it comes to the uh, the financial terrorism that we're subjected to. And I guess it's a good time to mention this before we wrap up right at the end here. Uh, please do support the broadcast if you want to be a member over at redicemembers.com. Uh, head on over there, either log in with your account or set one up. It's very easy. Then you choose your subscription length, click next, and you get to a page that have all the instructions on how you can sign up. You can do that at Subscribestar or Entropy. These are some of the best options to use your debit or credit card, of course. You can go straight to subscribestar.com slash red ice as well sign up over there and then send us a DM there or email us redis at protomail.com and just let us know that you are signed up and what username or email address that you have on members.com and we'll connect your accounts and activate those right away. And that's how we have to do it because we can't have any APIs or, or to take credit cards through the website. So despite all the censorship, despite all the financial terrorism, despite trying to squeeze us and so many other creators out, we're still here. We're still doing fine, uh, but we are reliant on your support. So we do appreciate you. It's only 10 bucks a month, of course. Uh, and, of course, you get full access to RedEyesMembers.com. You get access to Weekend Warrior that we do, only four members. We have other exclusive videos over there, second hour of many of the interviews that we've done. Uh, we're going to hit up some more interviews, by the way, too. We do have some, uh, actually a couple in the pipeline. Uh, I will get, get better uh, with that, I do promise. EnterbyStream.live slash RedEyesTV. You can make month uh, a month-to-month payment uh, there as well, uh, if you so please. Otherwise, you can do it uh, one-time payment, and we have subs all the way up to two years. And, of course, it gets cheaper Uh, per month as well Uh, if you uh, sign up for a you know a longer longer period it gets cheaper and cheaper per month uh we also have let me see if i have that up here uh what do we have here we have the cash app that's right uh cash App still works for now you can use that somebody would prefer that i think that's us and uk maybe maybe canada i'm not sure uh but that works you have the address right there on screen we have an e-check option or ach option as well for the u.s uh, audience and that's like paying utility bills so it's pretty quick and easy and again don't forget to send an email redeye let us know you sign up you can also put your username in the description or the notes when you make the payment and that way we know exactly who's who's made it and we can activate and link that account immediately uh, on their web on, on the members' website. I think we had an entropy payment the other day, and I forget your username now, maybe I should pull that up, but if you didn't hear back from us about activation, it's because we couldn't find you based on only your username on Entropy. we got to have a, an email or the member's website username to, to connect that, so then you know what's going on if you're watching. Uh, crypto, we have a couple options there too, so uh, if you want to uh, use that, that's uh, totally fine and we have most addresses uh, provided, uh, but if there's something else you want to use, just send us an email uh, and we'll figure that out. We do have a mailing address as well. And I think that's it for us. Actually, Bondebras, one more here. Just, uh, just get your daughter to say it's okay to be white, and there are only two genders, and the U.S. military will not accept them. There you go. They don't want the, uh, they want the, they want the woke stuff, I guess, uh, in the military. Thanks so much, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for uh, staying with us today. We are going to wrap up right there. And as usual, brought to you by Pfizer. We'll see you on Friday. We're working on a couple of videos, of course, in the background as well. Lana has a couple in the pipeline, actually. Uh, new one should be out here soon. Thank you for your support. Thank you to everyone who signed up and super chatted over on Entropy, on Odyssey, uh, and uh, Cointree as well. See you next time. Take care.